All right. All right. Welcome, everyone, back to the Divine Council podcast, episode 61. This is your boy, Monquay. And this is your boy, Stefan. And we back at it. We're back at it again. And, you know, to say the last 20-something days hasn't been adventurous for me is, you know, it's saying, it's saying a little because it's been crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's been crazy. So, you know, if y'all don't know, you know, we had a little hiatus. Uh, I'm just coming off my quarantine. I'm 24 hours off my quarantine. Boy, caught that Rona. So, you know, it's out here. Uh yeah, I can't really tell you to do anything different than what, what we already been preaching. Because uh, you know, for me, uh, luckily it was different for me. Uh, it, it went it went smooth so far. Um, you know, my my experience was a lot different than you know other people. So right. I'm back, and uh, you know, hopefully everybody else stays safe and stay healthy. And you, you still don't want the shit, uh, but at the nah. same time. We back at it, you know. Your boy good. Your boy good. So that's kind of why we uh we had this hiatus. Uh, you know, amongst other things, the biggest reason is because I, you know, I've been out of commission for about a week. So, yeah. That's it. That's almost it all. <laughs> I ain't did nothing but quarantine. <laughs> all right. Yeah, man. Um. So for me, there it's been uh, it's been. There's been developments for me in uh, in terms of the last since the last episode. So this uh this week will be technically my second to last week with my the current position that I'm working in real life. I'm an uh I'm an accountant in real life. So I got offered a a higher level position, you know, pretty much a management level position that I accepted and I'm going to be moving in March. The beginning of March, you know, and it's going to be a huge pay jump for me. So, you know, I'm I'm happy about that. And yeah, the, uh, other than that, you know, I've just been I've just been focused on just different things, such as my my music and uh, just been plotting in terms of just investing and stuff. And it's been a huge month for people, you know, that have been investing for me. To, as well and just other than that just catching up on stuff that i've been watching because i you know i've been watching a lot of things and yeah i feel like we're just in a a pivotal a pivotal moment right now in time you know in terms of just life right now and yeah it's important to do your research on things and to go from there because there's a lot to be there's a lot to be discovered and a lot of resources out there that can help you go to the places you want to go, you know? So I'm excited about the future. I just got back home a couple hours ago. I went home, my actual home where I'm from, and uh, I was there celebrating with my my family about the position. And, you know, I had uh, some, uh, some Covassier EXO, you know? It's pretty good. I got pretty tipsy off that last night you know we just chilling and stuff and man you know the thing is i don't even really drink like that (laughs) i don't even really drink like that no more man like so it's just you know it's fun man like the bottle is kind of an expensive bottle so you know we were going through it i still got some left but i was like you know what i'm just gonna save that or you know what i might i might go ahead and bring it on because 
technically tomorrow we starting our month in from my, my current job, but Mondays is pretty much the easiest day. Tuesdays is when I really have to do stuff, so I'm about to actually go get it right now. Yeah, I might as well turn up. I want to turn up with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I hope everything's been been good and and been been going smooth for everybody. You know, it's it's been hectic for your board, but you know we back at it. We gonna we gonna bring some some knowledge, information, do what we gotta do. Yeah, so you know, BTC, Bitcoin here all the time highs. He's been up. Like we gonna talk about all that. Like you know, they trying to you know kill, get us with the vaccines. You know what I mean? So, Cavassier. Yeah, man, I said, you know, fuck it. Might as well. So just for the people that's watching, yeah, you know, got some of this about to pour up real quick. You know, just a celebration, man. It's a good to, you know, more opportunities and stuff. And, you know, what I mean, like uh, I've been doing good with investing recently. I know you've been doing great with it recently. So, yeah, man. Well, I mean, I feel like we got a lot to talk about. Uh, where'd you want to get started? I, I went ahead when you was like off screen. I kind of talked about B, the Bitcoin all time high, Ethereum, and all you know different cryptocurrencies. That these days, that's on my mind. That's like the top thing on my mind. You know, that's what every day. It ain't checking Facebook. It ain't checking Tinder. It ain't checking Bumble. It ain't it, the first thing I do when I wake up is I check my Coin Market Cap and my Coin Gecko just yeah. to see what the prices is at. Um, you know, so since uh, since the last time we recorded, I mean, you know, it was, it was in the probably in the 30s or 40s. And I can't even recall. It's been about 20 days. I think it was in the 40s, but you know, it's it's in the mid, yeah. it's in the 50s now. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's it looks like it's going up like a thousand dollars each day. Like it hit fifty nine thousand today, if I'm not mistaken. Like it's dude, like. It's really crazy how fast it's growing, man. Like, cause I looked at it from like a month ago, around this time a month ago, it was around like thirty three thousand dollars, and now it's over twenty six. Right now, currently, it's like twenty five thousand up. So I think it's around. I use uh, Coin Stats. I like Coin Stats. It's at fifty six thousand eight hundred and ninety six right now, or eight hundred and eighty three. So yeah, man, this shit is. Dude, it's crazy, dude. Like we're in a, a great time uh, for the crypto cryptocurrency universe. You know what I mean? And I went home and I was talking with my brother about it, and he's he hasn't been, he's not in crypto yet. So I, I sent him that video that you sent in the group chat, so he could just he already. I mean, he understands that the U.S. dollar is gone to shit, and we're transitioning. To something else but he just didn't know where to start with crypto so i sent that to him and i was trying to describe it to him and tell him you know there's so much money to be made and it's very volatile but you know it's worth it you know what i mean and yeah we were just going in talking about investments and stuff so but yeah man uh yeah we can we can start there like you said crypto but well bitcoin just hit its all-time highs again like every day for the past couple of days it's been hitting all-time highs like it's it's insane. Ethereum just hit over two thousand dollars for the first time, which is crazy to think about. Um, because it took so long for Ethereum to do that, you know, and a lot of people talk 
uh, well, the main downside about Ethereum right now is just the gas fees. That's the main. That's the biggest issue people have with it as of now. But uh, I was trying to tell my brother because he was like, you know, I'm looking to invest in the stuff that's behind the crypto, like blockchain and stuff. I was like, well, you want to look into stuff like that, then you need to look into like Ethereum because that's what Ethereum mm -hmm. is pretty much. Chainlink. Uh, I didn't mention stuff like Ave, but Ave yeah. as well. You know, and then I was trying to explain to him about uh, XRP and how seamless things could be with that. You know, just you wouldn't have to deal with gas fees and stuff. So, I mean, it's it's a lot to take in, man. And it's just a it's just a great time to be in it. And it's still so young, dude. It's still so young. Like I saw you had um you had retweeted that video from uh, Da Vinci. He posted in like 2012 on YouTube. It's crazy, man, like, because so many people are so new to this, this crypto world, and there's people like him that's been on it since we were in high school still, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy to think. Money has been there, to, has been there to make since the beginning. It's just people weren't, didn't know what this was, because, you know, they, I guess they felt like it was sort of like a scam to begin with, and it was just used to make uh, purchases on the black market and just do illegal things and stuff like that but we're seeing there's real use cases for these uh these currencies that are arising so yeah man um what's your take just in general right now about crypto as a whole well i i generally believe that you know the, the cryptocurrency concept is what's going to be able to liberate the people but i do want to tell everybody to do their own research because even with this, with the, with us being in a, um, and I truly don't think we're in a bull market yet. Though we are in a bull market, we're not in the real bull market. That when we look back, we're not. It, 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 this is like the the precursor to it because I kind of think it's got to be a crash and then and then the real bull market. I think it's going to be a big ass crash again. I do. I mean, I think, it, and I'm I'm still not going to sell through the crash unless I absolutely got to. I think it's going to be a big crash, and the reason why is. This is why I always, this is why all last year I said you got to have the heart. You know, you got to have the heart just to invest, but you really got to have the heart for, for the cryptocurrency. Now, you got to have a heart for this shit. And I mean, like, you got to have a heart. And I'm, I really want to emphasize that because we ain't seen nothing yet. Because what people don't really realize is, yeah, Bitcoin is, and I got Bitcoin. I didn't have Bitcoin up until, like, uh, the fall. You know, I, I, I was late to the party, but I, I wasn't late. As a lot of people that ain't invested now, I've been, you know, I, I'm yeah, whatever. Um, but the thing is, you got to understand that Bitcoin also has a uh, a K, well, not Bitcoin Tether, USD Tether. And if you are one of those, you know, who are kind of getting new to the, the crypto space and you're looking at the chart or looking at the top 100, you might see USDT or Tether. You know, you see it if you if you watch it, you see it fluctuate to 99 cents up to a dollar, maybe a little bit over a dollar. Long story short, it's a stable coin. And, um, you know, stable coins basically, you know, try to keep it pegged to adopt to the value of a dollar. That's why you might see a drop go to a little bit over a dollar, but it is not going to deviate any further than that. But what people got to realize is that um, Tether has actually been within a lawsuit as well. See, they're not talking about this. They're talking about the XRP lawsuit. And me personally, which I'm going to get to this, I think the bull market would start after the XRP lawsuit with the SEC. But um, but but sometime this year, 
I think that uh, the Tether lawsuit is going to be addressed. And basically what this Tether lawsuit is, is USD Tether as a stable coin has basically, um, they've been audited before, but they're really sketchy about the audits. Like the way that they were audited before, they kind of canceled the auditing of their own, you know, reserves. And there's some real sketchy stuff behind it. And that lawsuit hasn't actually started yet. Uh, the reality is that I really want to tell, you know, that I want to spill is that the reason why Bitcoin is at 57000 at this moment and why the whole market is up high like this is because it is inflated. All markets are inflated. But that's not to say that, th that you're not none of this shit is going to move because I do still feel like it's going to crash and then it's going to move. We're not really seeing the real values. So once again, you know, I don't want to scare people, but I want you to, you know, do your own research. Like I said, you heard it here. Like even if it crashes, I mean. I don't still see it in my mind to sell it because I feel like you holding these certain certain assets. If you hold uh, a number of these certain assets, even through regulations, which you got to understand regulations is the problem. You know, their regulations is the problem. Even through these regulations, these cryptocurrencies would still stand. Some of them, some of them. So do your own research. You know, always understand that even though it's going up as fast as it went up, it can come down. And, you know, I, I've accepted that and I've diversified myself outside of the cryptocurrency market as well. But with that being said, I, I'm one of these guys, one of those XRP holders. I'm a big I'm an XRP whale, actually. And I, I still feel like, um, you know, really the grand scheme of all this beyond the cryptocurrency is you have, you know, you have the baby boomers. And I wanted to say the boomers, you have the 1% now that's in control, but they understand the power that cryptocurrency has. They understand the power that, uh, you know, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and a lot of some of these, some of these altcoins, not a lot of them, because a lot of shit is about to go to zero. You heard it. A lot of shit is really about to go to zero because of the regulations that's going to come from this XRP trial and definitely from the Bitcoin, from the, the Tether trial. But um, you got to do your own research and understand that, um, you know, it's they're basically trying to stop us from getting into this space because this is this is a part of that transfer that's going to happen, you know. Um, and I do feel like. Um, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it is it is a lot of weird interest going on. You know, maybe BTC, um, at the end of the day, you just got to do your own research. Specifically with the XRP case, what I feel like is about to happen, I feel like XRP is, is you know, the 1% right now. This is their their cryptocurrency. I don't think it's the cryptocurrency necessarily for the people. I think, X, I think um, you know, hey, there's other stuff like it. Um, but that, I mean, that's not the scare. Like that's that's their coin, and you're gonna if you if you invest it, you're gonna get their profits. But they're trying to shake everybody out. They're trying to shake you. They're trying to shake your ass out of this for investing in it by um, giving you a bullshit trial. Um, you got to look at it like this. You know, the SEC is basically saying that XRP for the last eight years. Now this trial's been going on for seven years. This ain't no shit that just started. You know, December. This shit has been going on. So they known this. Jay Clayton had known this about XRP. You know, selling. Selling the uh, Ripple, selling the XRP tokens. Uh, they've been doing it since like 2013, and they've been doing it the same way since like 2013. You know, they all, they got a large supply, and um, the holders, the, the founders of, of the currency um, hold a big reserve, and occasionally they will dump. But yeah, that's illegal. I do agree. That is illegal. Um, but it's a reason behind why they why they got sued because what they also have XRP is a big ass escrow 
an escrow is basically, you know, a supply of um, XRP tokens or reserves where it basically keeps the funds covered. Like it keeps the liquidity going, basically. Um, it keeps it keeps everything flowing, you know, yeah. it keeps everything flowing. Um, it's locked. It's locked, though. It's only, you know, it's, it's, it's like 40 or 50. I think it's 40 percent of the assets alone are locked in escrow. I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you, though, that that escrow that's locked is going to be this is what the regulators and the governments want to get a hold of to create the new world currency. Um, this is why, you know, certain people that are not a for Bitcoin. I'm invested in all, all a lot of shit and I'm not a maxi. I'm here to make fucking cash because I know all of it is all of it is bullshit. It's still fiat, but it's, it's a better version of fiat. You know, these this type of fiat actually has utility for the new for this system, you know, this new Internet system. So, you know, it has utility that we all agree upon. Anyway, for me, to, I, I just want to finish up. XRP, I think out of this case, if it's declared a security or not, it doesn't matter. What this case will bring is the uh, clarity. And um, I think out of this case, the clarity will become, and I hate to say it, I think a lot of a lot of shit is going to go, it's going to be gone. It's going to go to zero. A lot of people will lose a lot of money. But if you're invested in the right stuff and you, you didn't just jump in, you know, in, in January, February, you did you did your research or you did your research now and then you finally decided to jump in, you'll, you'll, you'll be all right. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's plenty of cryptos that you can make money off of, you know, it's, you know, Bitcoin, I think, like I was talking to my brother about, I think Bitcoin is here to stay uh, for the long term. But what interests me more is the altcoins, because there's so many with so many that serve different purposes. Like it's it's exciting to me to see, you know, new projects up and coming and seeing them jump and moon and stuff like that that's where you really can be making uh profits at the moment you know or you can get into yield farming you know where you're staking a certain crypto that's that's a good option as well can you explain can you explain a little bit about the yield farming so yield farming is pretty essentially uh, think think of yield farming. Uh, yield farming, like when I say staking, I mean holding a certain coin for a certain amount of time, and you get a a certain percentage in terms of uh the APY uh, annual percentage. Uh, yeah, the annual percentage yield. So say um say you're with the Pancake Swap is a decentral <clears throat> Pancake Swap is a decentralized exchange where you can transfer swap tokens for say you want to swap um ethereum for bitcoin you can do that on this decentralized exchange but also with this exchange pancake swap has its own uh, crypto which is called cake c-a-k-e cake and there from there you can say you got a certain number of xrp and there's different pools liquidity pools that comes with these different percentages of APY, such as say you might see a pool for like a thousand percent, you might see a pool for four hundred percent, shit ten thousand percent, and you gotta stake a certain amount of coins that it's looking for in that liquidity pool because you're adding to it, which you know it's it's a basic economics, supply and demand, which raises the APY. The more people put into the liquidity, add to the liquidity, you know. So say you want to get uh, some of the pancake swap coins, uh, cake coins, 
Say you got some XRP, you swap the XRP and get a certain number of cake coins. And then you can use those cake coins and then put those in the liquidity pool and get another type of uh, coin from there. And then from there, you can just keep doing that over time and you're making passive income. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's cake. <laughs> yeah, no, no pun intended. Yeah, and and basically, Stefan broke down uh, basically why Binance Coin. If you also looking at the charts, you can see Binance Coin just basically shot all the way out of the stratosphere. I, I, yeah. Me personally, I'm not invested in any other food coins, food swaps. I'm only invested in Uniswap, yeah. but. But you know for a fact, Stefan, I was saying all last year that these food swap tokens, I think the whole reason behind the food swap tokens by them naming naming it Uniswap and having a, a pretty unicorn and, and sushi swap and having a pretty roll as a sushi as a as the picture of the token. All that is to get people, you know, that ain't really used to to investing, to get them used to investing in some shit that sounds good, like polka dot. Right. See, these motherfuckers are smart. They were smart with the, with this shit because really, you know, if if you have if you don't understand really what's going on, it's a new financial system, and it is it is pretty complex. But once you catch on to it, it's easy money. You can make money and not have to, like, I mean, I, 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 I work. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's it's a uh, you know, icon um iconography is important. So say like. They could have just came out of out of the gate and named such a uh, Uniswap. They could have named it something like DeFi Protocol 59 or some bu uh, bullshit like that. And then, you know, it's, that's not attractive to people. You know, you got to give people something, uh, branding. That's why you got to realize, like, marketing branding is so important. That's, like, one of the biggest things. You look at Dogecoin, without the meme behind Do Dogecoin, would Dogecoin be as popular as it is? You know, automatically when you think of Dogecoin, you think of that dog that's that's become a meme over the internet, and how that meme came to be. You know, and it's important. Shit, um, you you look at certain ones like uh, XRP. The literally the branding is an, a giant X. You know, what I mean, it's like it, it looks. It has like a futuristic look to it, you know. Um, you look at Ethereum, and it's token the the logo for Ethereum kind of looks like a um, maybe a, a a gem, a gemstone, or or maybe like a diamond or something like that. Yeah, it looks it looks unique. It stands out. Pancake swap automatically. People love pancakes, you know. So people be like, "What is this sushi swap?" They're gonna look into it like what what is this? You know what I mean? And and they got the attractive, you go to the website, it's user friendly, and it's got this attractive layout with bright colors, and you're getting literally getting cake. You know what I mean? Like that's what you get. It's and what I, what I wanted to add to what you just said is that it's not that they're just they sound attractive. These some of these protocols, like I said, I'm really only investing in Uniswap, um, are great. Besides the gas fees, Uniswap is probably going to take it's going to take the place of a lot of these exchanges. Like, I mean, that's decentralized finance right there. Like, yeah, Pancake Swap. Like, they're going to take away like uh, exchanges. But Pancake Swap is more connected with Binance. And this is what I was like. I, I know we kind of we all over the place, but it is what it is. Look, the Binance Coin and all that shit too. You seeing that pump up? 
it's something behind that as well. I'm not invested in it, but you know, do your yeah. own research. Yeah. Yeah. Do your own research. Yeah. Do your own research. That's the number one thing. That's the number one thing, you know. Um, Cause I mean, you know, at the end of the day, these are our these are our individual experiences, and we cannot sit here and say that you're going to have similar experiences that we've had. Cause we're not. I mean, we're we're not financial advisors or nothing like that. I mean, I do have a background in accounting and finance, but I'm not an advisor. So you know, you got to always go in and do your own research on these things. But I can pretty much say if you want to be safe and do it. Uh, then just do something like just invest in Bitcoin or something like that. Like simple. You wanna you want a proven method of just making extra cash, you can just put some into Bitcoin and just keep doing that on a regular basis and more than likely you'll be okay. But if you wanna take risks to become wealthy and to make a lot of passive income, then jumping into DeFi projects, these altcoins is where it's at right now. But it's high risk, high reward. It is. It is. I agree 100 percent. And, you know, it really can't go wrong with investing, period, is what I say. Me personally, I just really like to, um, you know, I, I like I like all the markets, but I'm, I'm more so in the metals and um, cryptocurrency at the uh, well, really for a good while now. Yeah. Um, but I still want to say you got to do your own research and cut the goddamn TV off. Cut that TV off. Cut the like. I'm not saying the media don't. The media helps for you to really, for you to kind of look at, to look at certain things. But you should never really follow and listen to exactly what they say. Because I promise you, if the media comes out and talks about Bitcoin all time hot, it's going to crash a little bit after that. Yeah, and it's important too um, with the media and like celebrities too. Like you get these celebrities that are promoting these various uh, projects. And they're just, you know, wanting people to join in and uh, what does it take uh, to join in on their NFT? It's something that's popular right now. I've seen celebrities do that, such as Lindsay Lohan, such as Gene Simmons from uh, Kiss, such as Soldier Boy. He's got his own NFT. And uh, I, shit, I'm trying to think what it. I have to look it up because I, that's it's actually kind of new to me too with the NFT thing. Uh, I think it's a way for them to, you get support for a certain uh, crypt, uh, coin and they get back, they get back uh, certain benefits from it. And, and it's something, uh, yeah, you can go ahead. I, 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 what I wanted to add is it, it basically is about to make uh, you like gamers, streamers, like anything, any intellectual property that you have, you're about to basically be able to get paid off of it because you can tokenize it, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's that NFTs are going to be the game changer, period. NFT, like NFTs, um, I think, it, um, what's it called? Crypto Kitties is one of the biggest ones. It's on Ethereum. Uh -huh. Like NFTs are going to be big biggest decentralized finance you know um yeah i'm looking at this uh this article from coindesk and it's saying nfts stand for non-fungible tokens and they are digital assets that represent a wide range of unique tangible and intangible items from collectible sports cards to virtual real estate and even digital sneakers so yeah this is something that is i would say 
fairly new and um it's taking off. I mean, you get you got these various celebrities that's jumping in on it. And yeah, that's something to be I mean, that's something to look into, you know, and but also be wary of you see these uh, influencers that are promoting certain projects because they might just be go- going in it blind just like the everyday person that doesn't really understand what's going on and you might look into you might be a follower of this person and be like man maybe i should join in on this you know because i see that it's doing well but it's always important like uh monkoy said to do your own research beforehand yeah like what you got to realize is a lot of these influencers celebrities even i mean even a lot of these people that say they're a part of the one percent and a part of the system that we are in or that we're about to leave out of they're no smarter than you you know, they just had they just had a little bit better position. They may have they may have a little bit more of a um, connection, but ain't no way in hell you can sit up here and tell me Gene Simmons know more about cryptocurrency than I do. I know he don't. I know he don't. Period. Yeah. Because if he was in my situation, he wouldn't be able to do what I already done off of my research with no connections. So you got to realize that just because they're celebrities and they're and they're talking about these tokens that that may be a bad thing you know in my eyes it is it's actually a bad thing i think i mean i'm thinking like if the, if if the if that project is that great then it's going to prove itself like like polka dot like ethereum like these projects are proven they themselves you know like they don't need the creator or anybody to you know have an influencer to tweet this out Period. it's sort of like yeah it's sort of like the thing where you're doing something such as say like I do music too and I all of a sudden I got somebody big like a like a Drake or somebody shouting me out like yo that man Stefan fire or some shit it's like I've known I've been fired since I've started I've known I've been great you know I don't really need your validation yeah it's cool you know it's gonna give me more visibility but at the end of the day I put in the groundwork to get here you yeah. know so it's that's that's an analogy I thought of for that. I wanted to give them a good example of what an NFT and see. <laughs> I've been well aware that they've been basically playing with us from the start, and a, and, a, and a, the first way that they try to um, expose, I guess, the new generation to this to what we're about to go to, the tokenization of everything, is video games. And a good example of an NFT is uh, 2K's virtual currency. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Now you're going to be able to just basically trade virtual currency outside of 2K to be able to build your 2K player. This is why 2K and these games are not about, you know, your skill anymore. It's about how much money you can put into it. It's, I see. it's, it's crazy because the more that I think about it, like with uh, 2K, which is uh, Take-Two Sports and EA Sports, all these companies with these loot boxes and, and stuff, they've been doing this for years. But let's think about when they really started doing this and let's think about when crypto became a thing. So they could have been planning this from the beginning, you know what I mean? So they they what, 2013, they introduced loot boxing and certain games and crypto is really starting to become a thing to a small group of people. So they create these virtual currencies within the game and years later down the line, crypto is finally starting to blow up as to where with the next title, the next game for this upcoming year, with EA bringing back NCAA, they can introduce their their NFTs properly. They already got the VC. They already got the system. But here's the thing. They'll allow you to get the V, like you said, the virtual currency within the game. They'll be like, you know what? Since you love playing uh, Ultimate Team so much, 
or my team. You know, you love having your fantasy player and stuff. How about instead of just buying the card within the game, you get to have the actual card virtually. So it may or may not be worth something, may be worth more in the future. And you just hold it in your portfolio. And the way that you access it is through our NFT, which is already within the game, the virtual currency. So basically, if everything is going to be tokenized and... I, I talked to my mama before we got on on, the, on this episode, and then I said even when we were talking, the jobs ain't coming back. The job, like the way we, the, what we doing now, is going to be like this, but it's going to get worse. But I'm not saying that in a way that's it's negative, because I'm I'm cool with sitting at home making money in my bed and playing video games all fucking day. You know, and I'm cool with that because I do my research. Right. And basically, you know, we're about to go into an economy where you ain't gonna necessarily be able to clock in and get money. But you're gonna be able to make money off of you. You're gonna be able to make money, not necessarily off of YouTube, but off of making uh, content. Because what these tokens are gonna do is it's gonna it's gonna destroy platforms. It's, it's all all it's gonna do is destroy platforms like YouTube and and because all that shit centralized. We're going to some shit that ain't centralized. You're going to decentralize everything. Centralization is what kills everything. Centralization is the problem with everything right now. Because when when you shut shit down. And everything is centralized, like how we see, it fucks everything up. When shit cannot function, when it, when it, when it, when you live when we are, when you're on a centralized system, and uh, one one wing cannot function, it destroys the whole system. And we see that, and it's just not sustainable for the future. We have to have a, something decentralized for the people. The power has to go to the people because we run this shit. And um, you know, I, I think. Decentralized finance um, is, is one area, and, and cryptocurrency in itself is, is, is a certain area. Not all of them. Not all of them. Like I said, I said XRP is the banker's coin. I think Bitcoin that wasn't necessarily created by just Satoshi. Come on, bro. Satoshi. These niggas can look through, through, through a motherfucker. They can look through your wall through it with a satellite, and they cannot tell you the founder of Bitcoin. Yeah, we don't we don't even know to this day who Satoshi is, if that is even a real person or if it's just an alias for the CIA or some shit. You know, what I mean, like they created this shit back in like 2011. You know, who knows? Who knows? What will it be revealed one day? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I truly I, I think it's I think it's like Zuckerberg or Elon Musk. I said it before. I think it's one of them, too. I think it's I think it's. If it's not one of them two, it's them as a group. It's the um, it's it's like the one person as a group created Bitcoin. I, that's what I yeah, think. But I I, it's, it's still money to be made. I'm not going to tell you to not invest in some shit that ain't got money to be also, made. Any type of stable coins, Tether, USDC. Mm-hmm. That is clearly the government. That's clearly shit that the government, if they, which they are transitioning into this slowly. Those are one of those. Stable coins is going to be the stable coin that they're going to force people to use in regular in real life in order to get things moving forward. It, it seems like it's going to be USDC because uh, back in November, October, XLM, which is like a all right, XLM is like XRP. The creator of XLM was one of the creators of XRP initially. But he branched off and created XRP. I, I think it's all set up. I think XLM will be what the banks and what like Facebook, what these large institutions will use to transfer money and trade and shit. And XRP is what we're going to be using. I mean, XLM is what 
no, like what regular people are going to be using for retail purchases. Yeah. Is what I think, me personally. Um, but basically, um, with that, with um. I forgot where I was going, man. I forgot where I was going with this shit, man. I don't Sorry, know. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. I'm sipping and shit. I ain't sipping a good minute. Yeah, I, I usually I usually don't drink on stream, but you know I'm kind of like in a celebratory mood right now. So yeah, yeah. Um, let me re- let me restart. Uh, I forgot. Oh, USDC. USDC is gonna be the is is they already they already announced that they're gonna rail the USDC through the um Stellar Lumens blockchain. So I already been. A matter of fact, I'm gonna pull up an article if that's okay. Yeah. I said, remember how to do this shit. It's been a minute. Y'all gotta hang with me. I want to pull up the article that it actually says that specifically. Cause, I mean, this is for me. Me, me personally, I I hate the government. You know how I feel, Stefan. I hate the government. I, I don't fuck with them. And I do see this has potentially been a problem. Um, but I'll just before I show the the article. Basically, I want to say like the cryptocurrency in itself. The um. The concept will liberate us. Now, maybe somebody will have to create that for the people, but this concept of decentralized finance, not having a middleman, this is what's going to liberate us. It may not be Bitcoin. It may not be XRP. It, it may be one of those. But somebody's going to take the concept of decentralized finance and tokens and, and liberate us. Hey, and the thing is, which is so important to me, and I, th- I think it's important to the listeners as well, is like, you know, you can jump into this crypto game and you may feel like you're safe just uh, dabbling with Bitcoin or you can diversify like a lot of people are doing, like myself, um, and just having a variety of like altcoins as well. And But the thing is, is like we don't know. There might be a day like he, uh, Markoy just said, where they just be like, well, OK, we're going to use crypto, but we're only going to use this cryptocurrency. So you might as well go ahead and jump into it now, but not blind, you know, start making some money off of this. And then by the time if something like that happens, you already got all this money and you can just put it into that shit. You know what I mean? Or you can just you can always have like your precious metals and you can, you know, the the regular stock market is still there as well to make money from, you know, ETFs and stuff like that. So that's just a thought. I wanted to add to that as well, and um, just a, just a just a little bit to it is, even if like you got to understand as well as a listener, um, even if like you know the regulators come out and say we don't want this. So for example, Stefan said you know they may come out and say they want one coin. Well, who the fuck is that that says they want that one coin? You know what I mean? Like maybe what if the SEC or FinCEN they may come out and say we want we only are going to accept this as a cryptocurrency payment. But once again, this goes back to you doing your own research. What if they say they want to accept Bitcoin, but you know you're invested in XRP or XLM or Algorand, and you know that you already use these, you use the platform, you use the cryptocurrency, you know that this cryptocurrency is lightning fast, you know that the you know the confirmation is quick, you can swap. Right. So you already know that you're invested in a certain project that cannot be, it's nothing that a regulator can do to knock it down. A good example is Monero. It's a privacy coin. And Monero, um, you know, I think the last I checked was $266. But all last year, you know, the government had came out and was saying, you know, we're going to pay people $600,000 if they can crack the Monero code. We're going to pay, you know, whatever, whatever. But they know they can't crack the code, which is one why they only offered six hundred thousand, which is not shit, because they know they can't crack the code, and they know they can't. Like, 
And if they if they are able to crack the code, it's a win-win for them. But you can't crack the code of that privacy code or coin. Um, so even though yeah, even though the IRS came out and said that, what is the price of Monero? It's actually two hundred and sixty-six dollars. And at the time that they came out last year, it was a hundred and something dollars. So even like the crypto space is different than stocks. You got to understand that. And this is why yeah. I'm not really in the stocks because stocks are, are too regulated. The SEC yeah. has too much control over stocks. That's how you know for them to, to tell you for you to buy a stock and you can't sell it for for two days because it ain't settled. But yeah, they take that money out your account right away. It's a problem. It's a problem with that. I agree. I and started they can just they can just halt your trading. You know, whenever they want. Yes, sir. So I, I'm still invested in the stock market, but I, I and I started with the stock market. But I would say my holdings from the stock market are less than 20%. I mean, I got an IRA and, you know, I got my little shit I do on the side. But I mean, like, really, in my opinion, cryptocurrency and metals, man, you, you, you got to do your research and understand this is this is where, where, it's, where it's at, basically. You got to have the metals because eventually it's going to be backed. The cryptocurrency, whatever cryptocurrency they, they choose, is going to be backed by some type of uh, commodity because you got to understand that the debt's too high. Yeah. It's way too high. We go ahead. I, I think it's important too to uh to mention, you know, the stock market I feel will always be there, you know, just the but the thing is is like these companies on the stock market, uh, you know, cannabis stocks are going crazy right now. You know, it's it's important to realize that, you know, crypto is going crazy, but whatever the stock market has, crypto has that like times 10. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, cannabis stocks are going crazy, but I'm already thinking like, what cannabis crypto should I invest in? Because we know it's gonna get to a point where cannabis is legalized nationally, nationwide, recreationally. There's gonna be some crypto uh, cannabis stocks that are, uh, well, crypto cannabis coins that are gonna go crazy. I mean, it's just a matter of time that you know everything like any type of these major businesses like with Tesla. You know, um, there's probably already some coins that is specifically for cars. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got to think about everything. Crypto literally has a coin pretty much for any and everything. What I wanted to add is back in uh, November, actually, and, you know, the funny thing is that the, the, the news is talking about this. But they'll tell you that, you know, Elon Musk is invested in dogs coin and, and Bitcoin and whatever. Money is to be made and all that. Yeah. But what you got to realize is, I hope you understand that back in late 2020, that they already tokenized a lot of these ET, a lot of these ETFs on the stock market. And they're not talking about this. And this is huge. This is why I'm like, I already kind of get what's about to happen. Everything's going to be tokenized. Because the one thing that made me run away from the stock market is that, one, it's not a market that's open 24-7. And two, when you have a stock, you can't put it on a ledger. You can't take it off of the market. You got to... They always know that you, you it's, it's centralized. It's too centralized. Right. So, for example, if you bought in the GameStop, boom, you bought through an exchange, boom, they can halt your trading. You automatically lose everything. Nothing you can do about it. If you got a cryptocurrency, you can switch that bitch from wallets to wallets to wallets, whatever, whatever. Like you can, I mean, it's it's 
it's the ultimate liberating, you know, token tool that you can use for currency, I think, um, right. that we have so far. Um, that's why I kind of just jumped away. Unless it's an extremely safe option in the stock market, I'm not fucking with the stock market. I mean, period. Um, but it's money to be made, you know. It's, you got to understand yeah. it's money to be like, made. Yeah, like what you said with them tokenizing the ETFs, it's like, yeah, they're, they're literally, it's already out there with index like index funds where you can invest in like a like a bag of just various cryptocurrencies you know that's huge man i think that's going to be something that's going to blow up even more in the future as crypto becomes more of a norm yeah i agree um yeah like once again i just want to say do you know do your own research um from what i can envision from you know how a lot of these cryptocurrencies will work, and you know I said this last week in the group message. I feel like these different cryptocurrencies are like its own piece of the internet. Like you have you have the internet, you have a new internet basically, which is blockchain and distributed ledger technology. It's like a new form of internet, but it's not necessarily internet, but it is. And then you go, you're you're basically going to have pieces of the of this new internet. That you can invest in. It's like being in 92 and being able to invest in um, literally the shit that makes web servers. Being able to invest in HTTP. Being able to invest in Java. Like, it's the same thing. But you, yeah. but we don't, even if you invest in, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm investing in like the graph, for example. The graph, yeah, me, I'm investing. Yeah, I am too. I am. And I, I wanted to bring the graph up because I still, I, I think the graph is big. I think it's big for the Ethereum network, but I think the Ethereum network alone is like a new type of internet. But what the graph does is it basically indexes everything within the Ethereum protocol, which is thousands of different protocols. But mm. the graph indexes all that. Like It's like the Google of the new internet, basically. Because Google, like the shit that we got now is... May not make it. Like Facebook is not gonna make. Facebook won't make it. It's gonna be some new shit. YouTube won't make it. It's gonna be some new shit. Google may make it. I don't think so. I think it's gonna be some new shit. I think it's. I think all this shit is gonna be new. You're gonna have competitors. You know. You may. It's gonna be something new. But it may be the graph. It may be the graph and Google. Like, but yeah. I mean, we already and with uh, Google, like Google Chrome, we already got like the uh, the Brave browser. Or where we get paid in bat basic attention tokens. Mm-hmm. And they change. If you don't know, bat brave has changed the way they they have a whole another concept for advertising, which is incredible. And they pay you for advertising, and, and it's not even like you see see the ads. Right. Right. I mean, you know, we've been in a different system. It's just like, are you paying attention to one thing? Or are you paying attention to what's really going on? You know, are are you in the middle? It's like that's why that's how I look at it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, basically, now it's since we have the internet, which they didn't necessarily have the full blown internet to the public in like the early nineties, mid and the late nineties. Now that we have the internet, they you know we're able to do more things. And I think one of the more things is we can do what our parents couldn't do in the nineties. I know my parents wasn't even invested; they was getting felonies and shit in the nineties. You know what I mean? Yeah, my, so I'm, yeah. I'm blessed. I mean, I literally just put my dad on to invest in probably like a month or two ago. And he's noticed just a little bit. He's put into Bitcoin how it's jumped, like pretty much doubled. And I told him, yeah, just keep investing in it. You know, I know you. And he's somebody that comes from the time where, you know, 401ks, like, you know, he don't even really understand, like, what's the point of it? And I'm telling him, yeah, invest in this because 
Look, I believe this is going to go to over a hundred thousand before the end of the year. You already see it's in it's it's damn near at sixty thousand, and we're only in February. Like, mm -hmm. just keep investing in this, and you're going to see their turnaround. You know what I mean? Like he's already seeing that now just with just a little bit that he's put in there. So. And, I, and I know I was a little off on my prediction, but I was really, 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 really close with that 50K mark. And, you know, I was a couple of weeks off, about a week, about two weeks off. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I still think this, I think unless they come out and bring this, and I don't think they will do it for a while. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I, unless they come out and put this, this lawsuit to the forefront, I still feel like Bitcoin by the summer will, will, I mean, I, I mean, by the summer, it's February right now. I mean, I think that's too far. I think, you know, if it's February now, I think by the spring, I say by like May, it's got to be at least at 80K, 80K. It's, it, I mean, it's got to be at 80K because I think with this XRP lawsuit, it's going to be a lot of clarity to come out of this shit. And it's not going to be necessarily what people think. I don't think. I don't think it's going to be. Because if you understand cryptocurrency, you understand the government cannot do what they are perceiving that they they can't strong arm us like this. They yeah. can't see. They can come and say, "Oh, you got to pay this. You got to report this for cryptocurrencies. You got to do this and that." Because if you're the dumbass that does it, dude, they got you. They got you. If you don't like, they they can't literally. And I mean, you're not dumb because I mean. <laughs> These motherfuckers are going to come and get you. If, they're going to say they're going to come and get you if, if you don't pay your capital gains. But how can they think about how can they truly get you for capital gains if they don't know where your cryptocurrency is at? Yeah. Well, think about it. And that, the thing is, like, that's why it's important to have uh, wallets and ledgers, because if you have it on something like Coinbase, which is the most centralized exchange and the most popular one, then they will technically know where it's at on yep. like that. But if you're on something such as, uh, you know, like a uh, you got like a trust wallet, atomic wallet or a ledger, you know, something like that, then they have no clue and they can't get you for no capital gains. And I'm going to do my research on this, but I think I kind of figured it out for us people that live in the United States. Um, and I know we got low viewers. So by the time they figure, by the time people see this, it's, it's going to be well known. But I think, you know, you really got to get a VPN and you got to um, because every exchange in the United States, because really what's going on is, see, if you live in the United States, I don't think it's it's not hard. It's, it's hard for you to grasp the reality of what's going on, but they're trying to collapse the United States, basically. And, and, and it's on all levels, because if you live in other countries. You can trade all. They're not delisting. They're not delisting tokens for no reason, really. I mean, why? Why are they delisting XRP and right now in the United States when you can trade that bitch everywhere else? Think about it. It's because you know they're trying to hinder the people in the, in in the America. They're trying to hinder us. They're trying to make a, you know they're trying to put other countries ahead of us for you know what's to come. They are. You know that's the reality. But I think the way behind it is you know you got to get a VPN. Yeah. You got to pull up your laptop, you know, you know, get your VPN and shit, find an exchange with no KYC, get you a ledger. You can have a Coinbase, whatever, all that shit. Fuck. I mean, I, I, I hate the government, so I want to I want to spill this. You get you, you know, you, you get you um get you a ledger, uh, a Tezzer, a Trezor, um, any type of cold wallet. Boom, you got that. All you got to do is send your shit from the exchange to there. Send it to your ledger. And then you send it to your non-KYC exchange. And then you can convert that into 
British pounds. You can convert that into um, euros. Yeah. And then cash it out in, in euros or pounds or even USD. And then when you're ready to send it to your exchange in USD, you only send $9,999 because that's the limit. So if they want to audit me, I'll just tell them I mean shit. I mean, it was a gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, even, and, and even with me saying that, where, I don't know. What keys? Right. What keys? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see what's going Like, we in a different time. Me, the government sweating like me. They sweating like a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, sweat, so, man. So. But, yeah, that, you know, I, that's that's what I want, I want to brag about that. But, you know. All right. Um, well, I guess. I guess since we covered that, I guess we can move on to something else. Uh, let me think. See what's really been going on, because recently... Oh, yeah, well, this is pretty big. You know, recently, the weather, man, like the ice storms and stuff we've been getting hit with. But, you know, where we're at, we're kind of used to stuff like this, with this type of weather, and we're prepared for it. But... A state like Texas is not, and they're, they've gotten hit with record number lows in terms of temperatures. They're in, like, the teens. They're not, they haven't seen that in, like, over 100 years, like, you know, and that hundreds of thousands of people without power and uh, some lacking water. And you look at it and, like, people are saying, damn, I, think, I was thinking about moving to Texas because it's cheaper, you know, you get more land out there and stuff. But it's like their homes aren't even built for a winter storm. Like, it's crazy to think. look at. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. I want to get your, your take on that. I truly feel like I said it. I've been saying it for years. I've been saying it for years. We about to have an ice age, baby. We about to have an ice age. You know, they talk about global warming and, all, and, and, and um, you know, CO2 emissions. But if you know anything about the history of the Earth, this is just a natural cycle of the solar system. It's just a natural cycle. And, um, you know, we're winding down at the end of an age and we're about to have the beginning of a new age. And with that, you know, we have what they call a grand solar minimum. And basically what that means is just imagine, you know, the Earth or the sun is shooting out solar flares like a motherfucker. But, Hundreds of, or uh, you know, decades, 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 and all of a sudden he decided to stop. Right. Nothing. No. No solar flare, and it just affects. It just. It just. It just affects our gravitational, uh, you know, relationship with the sun, and and with the gravitational relationship being affected, it affects our weather, and it affects the poles. So, like I said the other day, I think basically what's going to happen is you see this is the globe. You look. You, that, Let's say we look at the globe like this. This is the North Pole up here, due north. What done basically happened is it done did like this. Then went to 10 o'clock, basically. The North Pole done kind of shifted now. The North, it done just kind of sh it done, it shifted. Yeah. So if you look at it, look at a map and you look at, say, imagine, you know, the North Pole kind of shifting. It's kind of correlating with what's going on. It's just kind of coming down and moving over a little bit. You know, and that's why I think it's, it's it's colder down in Texas. And also, I feel like, you know. What? I was going to bring into it the heart machine. That's, yep. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it's I think it's a mix of both. I think it's I think it's a mix of both. I think it's um because already I mean we was already seeing, you know, even last year we didn't have a spring or we didn't have a, a, a fall. We just had summer and winter. And I think that's just how it's gonna be. It's gonna be summer and winter and it's gonna be crazy weather in between. Like it's gonna be it might be summer one week and winter the next. Um but it's it's ironic because Texas is a, re, is a republic. And Texas, like, uh, it's only a handful of states that never really, they locked down for a little bit, but they're wide open. Like, it's, it's just, it's nothing like it is anywhere else in the country, and it's Texas and Florida. Yeah. But ironically, they're republics as well. Yeah, and uh, Georgia, I think yeah. for, the, for the most part, it's uh, kind of like wide open, and Georgia is... Is Georgia a republic, or is it? It's something. It may not may not be a republic, but I think it's a republic. I think it's like thirteen or fourteen states. Uh, it's like republics and provinces. Um, but it's something to the. This is why um, you know the states have more power than the federal government, and I think this is why Trump went down to Florida because I and I and I think Florida is going to be the new Florida. I, I said Texas before. Austin, Texas is going to be a big hot spot. But Florida, Texas, um, a lot of a lot of places in this. You got to look at you got to look at the states that have certain restrictions right now. The states that's wide open. That's where you want to be, actually, because that means that that state is more about the people's rights. You know, in, in a way, the state that state is more like even though we got this pandemic going on, I do. I, I, I had I got covid. I'm a nurse. I take care. Of, you know, I've seen the worst, but I have my viewpoints yeah. on, on covid. I think it's. um. It's, it's illegal for a whole state to shut down. Like, this whole shutdown shit is crazy, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and, because if we look at it, like, what has what has this solved with uh, the state being shut down the way it is and we, we're wearing masks and stuff like that? Like, I think about this comment that I seen. Somebody was like, man, y'all, you know, y'all wearing like these, uh, y'all wearing like these, these gas station masks, y'all better, and y'all not realizing that this shit ain't really protecting you from nothing at the end of the day. You it's killing I mean? you, like, actually. Yeah. It's knowing your immune system, and that's why this shit is going to keep coming, keep staying around. They keep locking it down and opening it back up, and you're wearing a mask. I promise you, if you've been wearing a mask, you got a chronic runny nose, period, from here on out. You know, if, if you be, if you wear the mask a lot, you got a runny nose, it fucks you up. And I think it kills your immune system. And with them locking shit down and opening it back up, that's when you're yeah. seeing these big waves. And that's a way to keep this shit around longer than it needs to be around. That's why the states is wide open. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about moving out of the country, but I always feel like I'll be a United States citizen. I've been thinking about, you know, Florida, uh, Texas, definitely Florida, because I think I think the, this is. It's wide open. Like it's yeah. wide open. Like you know, it's it's none of this double mask, and you get a ticket for not wearing a mask, and this this bullshit. It's none of that. Yeah. Um. But, so. Yeah. But uh, another thing. This isn't uh dealing with uh COVID, but I just wanted to mention it. My brother, I was talking with him. My brother, he's uh in the military. And we were having a discussion about my upcoming job that I'm about to do. And it's more of a management role that I'm taking on in the in a accounting department. And the thing is, is like the company does a, a lot of welding, a variety of products, and they do products for the military. But here's the thing. Here's the catch with one of them. Um, 
they were telling me if I if it works out well for me, they would transfer me right up the road to another facility where they're focused on aerospace and they're focused on SpaceX. And he told me, "Oh yeah, um, now that you you know bring that up, guess where Space Force is going to be at? Where is headquarters? Alabama." And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, why Alabama? He even was like, why are they putting it in Alabama and everything else is in D.C.? He was like, you know, I'm, I don't understand it, but, you know. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, why would they put the headquarters of Space Force and X in Alabama? Um, he was saying they were going to buy up. They bought up some bases out there, and that's where they're going to put the headquarters at. So that's something I wanted to mention. I told my cousin, I forgot about Alabama. I told my cousin, the the, the top two sleeper states, I mean, actually, is the, the sleeper state, the number one sleeper state, if you got a, if you're a, a motherfucker with money and you want to just go somewhere and chill and have, to have everything, it's Alabama, actually. It's Alabama. Mm. It's Alabama. It's Alabama. If you look, they got lakes. They got, uh, I don't think they have, I think they, they have, uh, they may have mountains just a little bit at the northeast corner near Tennessee in the northern yeah. part of the state. They got beaches. The shit, Alabama is a sleeper. It's a sleeper state. Mm. It's a sleeper state. See, they, they, they try to see but the they, south. I, I mean, they try to talk, you know, if we look at uh, jokes about the states and stuff, you know, Florida is always like one of the number one jokes you know people always like florida man like look up your birthday and type in florida man you you'll find like a news report and uh, for the most part it seems legit you know florida's always doing some crazy shit you know um california gets a lot of jokes you know you know try to say stuff a lot of stuff about hippies and shit and um another one is alabama we make a lot of jokes about alabama talking about how they're you know buck tooth uh, rednecks sleeping with their cousins and shit, and they're about retards and shit like that. You know what I mean? But the thing is, is like I, I look online and people that are from there are saying it's not really the way the media portrays it to be. You know? Yeah, there bad. are certain there are certain parts where it it kind of feels like we're in Jim Crow. Like yeah, certain areas, but for the most part, they're saying it's kind of developed. It's it's not that way, but then again, you look at the liter uh, literacy rates by states, and Alabama usually is at like the bottom. Yeah. So I don't know. But I mean, that's, that's systematic. I mean, I've never really wanted to go to that state to be honest, like that. Maybe to see a Bama game, but other than that, it's like I don't know. That's that's a it's, it's a sleeper. I I don't think Alabama they don't have beaches, but they have that part of Florida that. Yeah. No, I think they, I think they, they do, do have. I think they. I think they got beaches. They got beaches. They got. Be, I'm pretty sure they got beaches. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure they got just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. But, um, yeah. I mean, and uh, about cryptocurrency, I, I something about Florida is really calling me. You need to really do. We need got to do our research on Florida because Miami is actually one of the top crypto cities in the country. I ain't know Period. that. It's the top. It's the it's the top one in the United States. It's one of the top ones in the country. You look at some of the legislation that they put through, and I my, think that has a lot to do with a lot of shit. Yeah, that's what my my uh I got family that's originally from there, from Miami. So I ain't never been though. I've never been to Miami. I've been to Florida though. And, yeah. and um, Wyoming, like these different. We oh, yeah, spoke yeah, yeah. about it before. Come on, know? man. Like what, dude? Like why you think Kanye out there, bro? Come on, man. Like. 
you know, potentially going through a divorce. This nigga got all these fucking acres, thousands of acres out there in fucking Wyoming, bro. Like, why? This nigga got his own, like, vehicles he's made. His own, like, <laughs> rovers and shit. This nigga is so far into the future, like, it don't make sense, bro. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, and and, and the reality of this of, of that divorce is, I know Kanye, we, I, I'm not going to say, yeah, we think the same. We think the same, because I don't necessarily look at Kanye like he's any smarter than me, you know, but I, he has the same thing that we have. He has that gene. He has that IQ. He has that genius gene. You can you can you can understand exactly. You can see that when he speaks and when he does shit, it's not for right now. It's for later on. Yeah, and a, a lot Period. of people take yeah, a lot of people take his sound bites and try to make him off to be crazy and stuff. And it's like a lot of times he's just misunderstood with what he's saying. And the people that are more on that spiritual level and look deeper within, they can understand what Kanye is talking about for the most part. And it's so blatant. It's like. Yeah, they'll they'll say something about him talking about Harriet Tubman, but then you go look into that interview and he's telling you to go buy land. Like, look where I'm at. I'm in Wyoming. Thousands of acres of land out here. Like, we need right. to be buying this. Y'all worried about reparations? This is all this shit is out here. Like, all this fucking land. You know what I mean? Like, so. The reality is when we look back, he had to get, I mean, he he's about to, he, he's already on such a level, but he's about to hit, he may become, I still think he may become president. He's, he's on such a level, he has to, he can't be with Kim K. He can't. He can't be Dude, with Kim I, K. You know, and an, another thing with it is, is like. He's about, he's on a higher level than her, dude. People, you know, people are saying the divorce and I, I was looking online, just comments about the divorce and they were like, well. You know, she tried or and shit like that. And and there's some people like, well, yeah, now Kanye is about to get with a black woman or something like that. Now Kanye is going to be old Kanye again. Well, here's the thing. Kanye has always been old Kanye. The thing is, is he got around that demonic family and that that fucked him up severely. You know, about to see some wild every, shit. every every uh, melanated man that's went through that family has not come out the same. But. The thing is, is with Kanye is that his, his, uh, he, he has that, like you said, that gene, it's like, he's so, his, his will, his will to continue and persevere through shit has elevated him to status of being an elite. He's a billionaire now with his Yeezy clothing brand. And yeah, like you said, only being with, uh, that family, that's only going to hold him back. Of course he has children now. But they're going to be a part of his legacy. But him being connected directly to that family, you got to cut ties with people like that because they're all they will do in the end is bring you down, you know. And kind and he understands that. He understands that, and that's why he's trying to. In his interviews, he's saying shit about freeing Larry Hoover and shit like that because he knows what the real is. He got caught up in that Hollywood lifestyle, but at the same time, it's like. That might have been part of what he had to go through to get to where he's at, but that's another discussion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, basically, I just feel like he's elevating. He's elevating, you know, to like on a whole another level. Like he is. Like yeah, he may be one of them, but I don't. I, I think so with him being, I, I believe in the astrology, and I feel like with him and Trump as well, with them both being Gemini's. The thing about the astrological sign is even though, you know, uh, we have a lot of programming and a lot of uh, we have a matrix going on. The power of the zodiac is they can always have two selves. So, like, 
you can never program both. Like they can always see both sides. They can. I'm on the cuss. I got. I got that Gemini too. This is why I might. I might be chilling one day and then I might go over your head the next type of shit. Like it's. You can see different sides. Like so, yeah. with him being in Hollywood, for example, you know. They may have a system of programming, but they programmed half of him. They can never program the whole part. I don't think. I think that's. A, I, I think he's a little different. I think. You know? I mean, that's the. Th- well, yeah, and that, that's like. Uh, you look at these some of these uh, celebrities. Yeah, a lot. I feel like all of them go through a certain amount of programming, but the the melanated ones. You know what I mean? Like the the ones with that that power, the full the, that power, such as a Kodak. They can't all the way be controlled. You look at Kodak, and the first thing people said, I even said, that nigga's a clone. Like, they cloned him again. He's got his, uh, my cut, my brother, he's from, uh, I got family, my brother from Florida. He said he doesn't have wicks. He said they're called, um, they're called, uh, uh, it starts with a B. They, they call them something, Bills or Bowl or something like that. Either way, this man, uh, before Kodak got out, he changed his name to Bill Capri. Now, I I don't know why he did. I had to look into it. But, yeah, he changed his legal name to Bill Capri. And you look at him. Now he's done videos, talking and shit. He sounds like the same Kodak that was before before he got out. You know what I mean? And he's doing certain things like paying for the, the uh, tuitions of... Uh, killed FBI agents, their families. He's paying for their tuitions of their kids, and he's paying for uh, paying money to the Parkland people, uh, high school students that were killed. He's paying money to. He's doing various things, and I'm looking at it like, bro, like somebody like him that comes from that. He has that, you know. He has that that power within. Yeah, they they get him at certain points, but they can't completely take over them they can't completely control them at the end of the day you know i agree give me hey give me one second i gotta get some of this uh yingling out of me <laughs> i i bet yeah you know we had to take a quick break you know what i mean just a lot uh that we're discussing you know so stay tuned to that meanwhile i'm about to pour up a little bit more of this cavassier Also, make sure to, uh, like I always say, check out our our YouTube channel. You know, I'm uh I'm working to get to become more consistent with uh putting up the YouTube uploads. You know what I mean? It's it's just a lot been going on recently, and you know, with my new place, I'm gonna have more space, and I'm gonna have like a room that's just for me to record in and stuff. So. You know, it's, it's bigger things coming up. You know, we uh, invested in a, a nice camera. So when whenever Monquay gets out of quarantine, we'll be able to put up some high quality videos and go from there. So, yeah, we got we got some big plans and, and we're, we're talking more off air, Stefan, but we got some big we got some big plans for y'all. We about to, you know. Yeah, I'm a sure. I, I'm a tourist bull, so like I, I look at it like this. I like to set that foundation and then tap, take it slow, take it slow, take it slow, 
And then boom, when this shit pop off, it's gonna pop the way it's supposed to. Um, for sure. you know, but we gotta, you gotta, you gotta solidify each, each foundation, each level you at. So I look at it and it's, it's that time, you know, it's that time for us to take it up. We already got the, inf- I think we got information already in this motherfucker to tell that's I, timeless. I mean, I know you, I mean, I know for me, people that I've known for a long time tell me they hear episodes and they like, yo, you speaking that real talk. And I'm sure people tell you that as well. So that yep. means that means the most to me that means a lot you know people like that I've known for a long time to l- actually listen to what we have to say cuz I feel like what we're saying is important you know what I mean and it's not on some we think more highly of ourselves than anyone else we just feel like this information isn't given to people like us on a daily basis you know so hopefully more of us will listen to this in the future well you know what i know more people will listen to this in the future because we're 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 speaking the real as long as we do that you know the following will come you know so stefan said it uh perfectly you know when we first started this is basically this is the new media and you know we we're here before it starts Basically, this is this is this is it. This is this is going to be the new way you get your news. This is going to be the new way you get your entertainment, like, you know, watching people play video games, uh, watching people just speak on stuff. It's no longer going to be you going to Fox. You're going to figure out it's going to be the what what needs to happen next. Once somebody figures out, figures out a way for us to decentralize, um, you know, uh, you know, speaking with each other. Say, for example, if we can do this, like if we can stream without StreamYard, it's going to get to that. Right. Then right. We had to cut out the middleman. Yeah. Know, and I'm thinking about it like this, man. It's like I recently, because I recently I've been doing these uh these videos on my social media where I'll put up, I'll uh, say a quote of the, di- of the day. And, you know, I just originally, I just wanted to just do it just because. And I got messages from people saying like yo i like this i like i look forward to this and i'm just like i'm like man i just you know i'm just saying a quote like you know what i mean but people are already tuned into it so i'm just going to keep doing it and it's like the one one of my uh people that i knew from college he hit me up uh he was like yeah i think your voice would be neat you could be used on a uh, clubhouse cuz originally i was like you know i don't know clubhouse them you know that's more some chatty patty shit like i don't know if i really want to be on that but then I was thinking, I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll try it out. I, I mean, I, I started a, a profile, but uh, I haven't talked on any of the rooms yet. And I'll tell you why. So he sent me the invite because you got to be invited to, to join it and shit. And uh, Clubhouse apparently has made, has a, a billion dollar valuation now. It's a dying company. It's it's dying, but here's the reason why. is because originally it was made for just business and networking. And apparently, predominantly, it was, uh, you know, black people on that app that were conducting business and shit. And then it became something else. It became this chatty patty type shit that it is now. And now when you look at it, you see influencers like Joe Budden. He said he was on it early. He was talking about it for a long time. I will say that. Uh, he didn't get anything from it. Like, you know, they they made all this money off the backs of, once again, us. us and there's nothing to show for it. We give all our energy to these companies and they don't give a fuck. They don't give nothing back to it. They don't care about us at the end of the day. So it's like 
in this new world that we're going into, it's like we need a decentralized app, you know, where we can come together and congregate, you know, and not be on some chatty patty shit. I mean, if you want to do that, you just go back on Twitter, you know what I mean, or some shit like that. What did Jay-Z say? He's like, you know, y'all on Twitter typing like 140 characters, y'all ain't got no stocks in the company, nothing to show for it. Like, it's like, you just, I mean, it's like, yeah, you just, you know, yeah, but go up there and ha-ha and kiki-ki all day. You, Why they st- you, you fattening up their pockets and they just like sitting there like, yeah, just keep being an ignorant motherfucker and not knowing anything and keep making fun of niggas that got LLCs and shit. All right. You sitting up there giving them, giving them your data. You see, that's the thing that's going to really, I think, really crack this bitch open is when people understand how much money they're making off of our data. Mm-hmm. Once, the, once that shit's released, once they, once they realize that it, Facebook is not necessarily, a, it's not about them necessarily having you become a member because they want you to become a member for the network. It's more so about them wanting you to become a member because they want to know your address. They want to get a whole profile developed behind you to where they can sell that. They want to yeah. sell your data, like data. These mother, the reason why these companies are rich like they are is not because of the people that's on it. It's because of the data that the people bring. Why we got a social security number? We've been sold since birth. Like, come on, man. You bought into uh, it. This is a this country is a a corporation, you know. So, which we've talked about before, but I think more people are starting to understand how valuable data is, or data, data, whatever you want to say it. Um, we're starting to see how valuable it truly is. Like, I mean, we're we're spending all day and night on these fucking apps such as uh, Twitter, Facebook and Facebook groups, YouTube on the comment section, discussion boards like Reddit and shit like that. And it's like, what do we have to show for it? They're making all this money off of us, off of our energy, and we're not getting anything back in return. I just think there's a, I mean, if you don't see a problem with that, then I don't know if we have anything to talk about. Me, I want to move forward with something in the, the digital world where it's decentralized and we all benefit from being a part of that platform. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the odd thing, like, you know, we had these, we had decentralized apps and everything, you know, and you gotta, we gotta deal with advertising. Like, you know, then we give them our data and they sell our data and then they, they turn around like, and give us ads. Man, like YouTube, bro. Like, I love YouTube, but I hate it at the same time because it's like, just to watch one video, you gotta watch like two or three fucking ads. Like, it's so, it, man, it's so stupid now. Like, it's so, the way they got it set up now is just, it's very fucking annoying. Like, something's gotta give with that. I, I will say I recommend I don't if you have, I don't know if you if you've done this, but what I do recommend is um if you got a laptop, just bring up the brave make your make your playlist on the YouTube app. You know if, if it take 10, 20, 30 minutes, make your playlist on the YouTube app, and then bring that bitch up on Brave browser and bring that playlist up on Brave browser and just play that playlist and you won't have no ads. Right. You won't have no ads, bro. If you, if you got if you got Wi-Fi, see, my problem is I don't have Wi-Fi, so I I sometimes still have to cut on the, uh, my hotspot to watch it on the YouTube app. And um, the reason why is because if I want to watch shit that I want to actually see the quality, my hotspot. If I'm because I might be using my phone and watching YouTube, it might not. It won't be in 720p more more than more than likely. But if you got Wi-Fi, that bitch is gonna be in 4K, bro. 
No ads. No. And the thing is with uh, with me is like I watch a lot of it on my TV. I love watching it just sitting down on the couch and just watching videos on TV. And that's where you get hit with all the ads. It's like, see, I, yeah, I got Brave browser on my desktop. I got Brave browser on my phone, and I use them every day. It's just on my TV. It's like ah fuck, bro. It's like damn. I can't. The only way I can get around it on the TV is to fucking buy that YouTube red shit or whatever that bullshit is. But I'm like, I'm not going to do that. So there's some workarounds to it. I can, I mean, I can transition to just watching YouTube on my Mac because it's not... My MacBook is... I mean, it's not a MacBook. It's an iMac. So it's like 27 inches. So it's big enough. It's pretty much a TV monitor size. So I can watch it like on what I'm looking at now. I can watch all my videos up here instead and just do that. But it would take me a while to transition into it. Look, just take the Mac and put the Mac in the living room with your TV and take a um, HDMI cord and connect it like that. That's that's uh, what I didn't I, add. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think this, about that. Yeah. This, 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 that's, that's, I didn't add the HDMI. So I, like, what I do sometimes, if I'm listening to, like, if I want to find a YouTube playlist and I'm listening to, um, I'm watching videos more so where I'm listening and I, I'm not looking at it for the quality, I'll put a playlist up. And I put it on my laptop, put my hotspot up, and put my um, HDMI cord to my laptop to my TV. Okay. Okay. No more ads. No more ads. You ain't got to pay them niggas nothing. Don't pay them nothing, bro. Don't pay them right. nothing, bro. Don't pay them a fucking thing, dude. That's a tax. That's yeah. a fucking tax, bro. Think about it. It's a tax. What happened to the What happened to uh the 2 cents every time we leave our, you know, our comment and shit like that. They, you know, you know, pay your 2 cents or bull. Yeah, I remember that shit all the way back in like 2007, you know. I'm just giving my two cents. It's like, why are we giving them any sense? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're we're providing the fucking content. You know what I mean? We supposed to be making money off this shit. Yeah, just think about like in the future, you know, with all these people that be going in the comments, just giving their energy to try to get the most likes, comments, and shit, like and replies. It's like, just imagine you get tipped in the future with crypto or some shit like that. <laughs> it's actually you, you, but you're actually commenting. Trying on some shit that matters and shit like that that people need to hear. You know what I mean? That you know I can see that. that. I can see that too. It's like a lot of these people on Twitter, they're just wasting their talent and time by just you know bullshitting, and they're not getting nothing. They have nothing to show for it other than attention. It's kind of why I stopped. I got a YouTube channel as well where I put a um a lot of like uh, I, I do video games and. On my YouTube channel, I just stopped because I was like, I mean, the amount of work I was putting into it. And even if I got a million viewers, which I probably wasn't going to ever get a million viewers, it just wasn't worth the time. Like, period. It's yeah. just that's some shit I'm going to come. I'm going to come back to it when I'm like just chilling, though, like because I really yeah, like yeah. doing it. But like if you're doing that type of shit for money, it's gone. Like being an influencer, a YouTuber, if you're doing this type of shit for money, it's, it's, they already they already destroyed all that. They already yeah, took that away. That yeah, yeah, it's not. It's gone, yeah, dude. YouTube is not where it's at, man. Like it's that. That's where people are looking for the next big thing, you know. And I think it's gonna be something in the decentralized world, uh, you know. That's because that's yeah. where we're headed at. So, so yeah, you know that you we talked about the graph and it being Google. Now there's going to there's probably gonna be a crypto that's gonna be like YouTube at some point if it's not already out there. So, yeah, so, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. It's just, it's a 
A lot of what's going on is a problem with the whole system. It's a system and a conceptual problem with uh, everything being centralized because, you know, they shut it down. I mean, and it's intentional. They want to crash the small businesses because decentralization is, is just the, the key point of us going into this new age. That's just, they know that's a part of this new age, everything being more decentralized and you as an individual being free. It ain't necessarily about what country do you represent. Am I free as a man or woman? They understand that as a government. So what they're doing is basically creating a new um, they're creating a um, ecosystem. Yeah. The way that they like it, though. But I'm saying that the ecosystem that we that, that is going to be for us is going to be similar. But it's not that it's not necessarily their shit, but it's going to use some of their pieces. I'm looking way ahead. I'm looking past Biden, past possibly Trump. And I'm looking past all that shit. I'm looking mm. beyond all that because they're going to try to hit us with some crazy shit, man. Speaking of uh, Biden, I know I had brought it in our group chat about how he has to ask permission from the courts to uh, to give us uh, student loan debt relief. And I know you had a lot to say about that. Did you want to comment on that again? Of course, I do. Um, I think, you know... I. With that being said, it's going to go exactly how, how we envisioned it. You know, he got elected or, or we, it, we're we perceiving that he got elected because I still I'm one of those that believe I don't think we have a president. Like, I don't think this shit exists anymore. Like, it's one of two things. This is how I believe it. The, the president, as we knew it, the position don't exist anymore or Trump is still our president. And this is why I think they try to impeach him again. Cause if you really follow the constitution and you follow the law, you can't impeach someone who wasn't, who, who isn't a, who isn't holding a government office. You can't like, I mean, and that would he, be the, he was acquitted too. Yeah. So like for them to impeach, so for them to say that Biden was president, president and then after he becomes president for them to to, to do the impeachment trial on trump and my mind shows that one Biden isn't president and two trump still holds some type of position and this goes back to what i was saying about florida being a republic i think this is why he moved down there it's, it's something going on with the states and the state governments because i don't think it's a federal government anymore i don't think it exists i don't think it exists and if, if you really follow in line with the times and with with uh with what's going on like it's going to be the fall of our government. And it's going to go back to how it was. When I mean, you used to look at a map and, you know, you look at a map of the United States in the 17, 1800s and it, and it say Mexico territory, Louisiana territory, um, you know, new world. Like this is what it's going to go back to. But it's not going to be negative because what you don't realize is when it was that time, those are empires. Those are kingdoms. Those are kingdoms. It wasn't one centralized continent and countries like it was individual kingdoms within it yeah. so and, and and that's going to be powerful because if you don't know actually the state of california i know prior to coronavirus was actually the fourth richest um territory in the whole world it was actually california is actually richer than a lot of countries as a state that's crazy so and texas is richer than a lot of countries as a state a lot of every a lot of these states are richer than a lot of countries and if you understand the government that we live in the federal government has no more power it's the states than the federal government it's actually the people then the states then the federal government but it's just so happening the federal government like they have the media they have control of the media so they can kind of just they have the control of the um you know the corporations so they can just hit us over the head from all angles um, so yeah, I think with the with that with him having to ask the the board of education, 
Um, he, I mean, he blatantly lied. He was talking about up to fifty thousand. Now he don't even know if he can give ten thousand back, and he's got to ask permission. I was like, aren't you the president? You know damn well what you can and cannot do. You've been in public office for over forty years, and you mm-hmm. still got to ask permission to give back student loan relief. It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense to me. Biden is nothing more than a placeholder. That's how yeah. I look at him. The stuff that the, the shit that we're gonna go through with with, with Biden, and you know, I, I, I didn't really fully finish. You know, like I said, either he, he either the president don't exist because the federal government don't exist no more, and it's just state governments, or Trump is still our president behind the scenes, and it's gonna come out. It's one of those two. Period. It, it's it's one of those two. He's not our president. Like, and I think the reason why I, I believe that is because he never was briefed. The federal government, I mean, if the military never, Pentagon never briefed him on national security. So that means he's a, he's a national security threat to them. That's a big deal. That's a big deal to me. Like, they, he's never been briefed. He never, he never was briefed. Regardless of how you feel about this shit, it's, it's law that the president must, he must brief. He must brief the next, the next, the next, you know, uh, president, the next campaign, the next candidate. Like that's just a that's just based on our security yeah, Trump, as a country. Yeah, Trump didn't show up to his inauguration. So it must be something behind it. It must be because it wasn't real. Mm. It must be yeah. because it wasn't real. I mean, it, it didn't exist. Yeah. Like I remember he left. I I had turned on my TV, and I had uh, I got the Spectrum app, and because it's through my parents and stuff, and. I got basic TV and um, it was Spectrum News and it was literally Trump leaving the White House on his uh, plane, private plane. He was playing Frank Sinatra. And it was, uh, I can't think of the song. I don't know if it was that, it wasn't that, it might have, was it Start Spreading the News, that song? I don't know if it was that. It was something, but I knew it was something symbolic about him playing that song as the way he was leaving uh, to go to Mar-a-Lago. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I still think uh, Kamala is gonna become president. I think it's just in, I think it's just in the numbers, man. Like it's in the numbers. I think she's gonna become the forty seventh president at some point. So, but um, to finish what I was asking, um, the reason why he had to ask is because he couldn't. What he promised, he couldn't do from. Not that he couldn't do it. He he's not gonna do it. It's not that he couldn't do it. This is what this is. This is the key. And this is why I'm pointing. It's not that he can't do it. It's that he doesn't want to do it. Because if you know anything about the economy, no, regardless if Biden is here or not, if Kamala becomes president, if, if, if Trump becomes president again in 2024, if Kanye becomes president in 2024 or between now and then, that you have to you have to relieve student loans because we are the new baby boomers. And this this group of if you understand economy and, and, and just social sociology, it's always a baby boomer in each generation, like a baby boomer, baby boomer generation, in each generation. And the bottom line is we are millennials. We're going to be the baby boomers for Gen X. Uh, you know, everybody below us, we're going to be their baby boomers. And with this being a wealth transfer, all this shit being transferred over. Yeah. The bottom line is you can't have your main if we're if we're going to be the large percentage of the new you know if we're going to tr- transition eventually into the new boomers you can't have us sitting up here crippled by debt making four hundred dollars student loan payments each fucking month the economy would crash 
you, you gotta have you gotta have an investment type um population and usually it's it's those who are in the age of 30 to 60 you know well, and i think well i was gonna ask you this because like you said he won't do it and his uh his proposed plan they say it costs over a trillion dollars and that is the main reason from the Republican side of things, why they haven't passed the stimulus for $1,400 is because they feel like Biden's plan is too expensive. Um, your your thoughts on that, why, why we haven't seen that $1,400? The plan isn't, isn't to give us the $1,400. Like, it's just, that's not the plan. Like, that's not the, like... So I came to the realization that, you know, if he's going to be our president, let me kind of backtrack a little bit. So say he say I'm wrong and he really is our president. I'm living in delusion, which which could be a possibility. This is the third possibility. It's on three possibilities. I'm living in the delusion that he is our president. The bottom line is, um, you know, with him being president, it's the same as when Obama was in office. It's the same as how when they were in office before. They're going to just keep pushing shit along, and it's not you as the people that they have on mind. It's them and their own special interests, which is the corporations. Mm. So let's just take everything back. He is our president. Back again, once again, his plan is never to give us any money, period. <laughs> That's not his plan. I mean, he literally... I'm just thinking about that that clip from his town hall meeting he just did, and the woman was like, "So yeah, so you talked about relieving student loan debt of ten thousand, and then uh, we were talking about going up to fifty thousand. So how are you going to do that?" And he was like, "No, I will not." And just straight up, he's like, "No, I will not do that." So if you voted for I, this nigga, that right then and there should have been like, "Fuck." I've seen people online like, "Nah, dang, I seen why some people didn't vote." I'm like, nigga, like, niggas have been like, bro, like, you thought you thought because uh, voting for Biden, we were going to be any better off than being with Trump? It's the, what, lesser of two evils? Like, I mean, like, bro, like, I, I honestly, I feel like Biden is going to be worse than Trump overall. Like, that's how I feel. Like, because Biden is just a fucking yes man at the end of the day. That That's all he is. He's going to come in there and he's going to do everything. He's going to read everything that they tell him to read and do on his script. It's that simple. And there's, no, wanna, there's going to be no if, ands, or buts about it. I don't want to come up as, because, you know, based on the system that we have of, um, Basically, uh, I don't want to say hot and free speech. I don't want to come off as being a Trump supporter. Once again, I want to make it clear. I don't fuck with nobody in the government. Yeah. Fuck I, all of them. I'm not with any uh, political party. So I'm not for any of this shit. Any, anything that is here to uh, encroach on my sovereignty as a, uh, as a human, as a man, I'm not here for any of it because I know it's a, it was a society at one point where we didn't have these different interests that were here to basically attack the people and destroy the people. So, yeah, basically going back one last time, the whole plan is just to not give us anything, period. This is why he promised the 2000. He knew these motherfuckers are going to vote because we got them in, in their panties. As my dad say, we got we got them in their panties. We got them in their emotions because we use the media to make them perceive uh, shit that was going on that wasn't really going on because we were able to get a hold of their hearts. Now we can just do whatever the fuck. It's Obama all over again. 
Gas already two thousand two dollars and thirty forty cents. So it's gonna be four dollars. That shit was it, it was um I think before I left it was like two fifty or something like that. Crazy. It's probably gonna be um three fifty to four dollars by the end of the year. That's and, um, insane, dude. Like <laughs> you know, but 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 according to the people that voted for him, oh we. <laughs> You, you're you're encroaching on um Native American land. Those aren't the real Native Americans, though. I mean, I mean, like, uh, those can, aren't the real I mean, Native we Americans. Can, we can talk about them, the five dollar Indians. You know what time it is. <laughs> those you know aren't what the time real. So at the end of the day, it's, it's yeah. no di it's no different than like am I, am I I'm not saying fuck them at all. I don't want to say that to any United States citizen, but we gotta. The problem is we don't have the truth. You know what I mean? They 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 give you these narratives where they 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 pull on your emotions and they give you the narrative that's a false narrative. Or they or they try to push to the forefront issues that only that only affect a small percentage of the population within the United States. You know, try to push certain agendas and shit. You know, because they feel like their voices aren't heard and. You know their their vaginas are hurt or some shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, nah, bro. We're 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 focused on getting back what is rightfully ours, and you understand that you are nothing more than a distraction, and you know that. You know who I'm directly talking to. I'm not gonna say their their names, but I mean it is what it is. Shit, I just watched a movie last night that was full of agendas with my family because I was like, fuck it. I I just wanted to watch it and see. It was about this ex-con played by Justin Timberlake. It's called Palmer. Ex-con. Because they were trying to watch Moonlight. I was like, hell no. Oh, hell no, nah, bro. Hell <laughs> no. They, they my sister, my little younger sister, she's like, why? You don't want to watch no something with homosexual? I like, I've watched plenty of stuff with homosexuality. And I don't want to watch that shit. I just don't. I already know what it's about. I don't care. Like, I just don't want to watch it. We watched something that wasn't that, but it was something in that vein. It was about this boy, uh, this guy. He was an ex-con, and he ra he helps to raise this boy that's in a at-risk environment. His mom is on drugs. His dad is non not there. She's her boyfriend is a, abuses her and him because the boy he likes to wear dresses and he likes to act like a girl at times. Oh. He, he knows he's a boy. But yeah, it's one of the, it was one of those movies, and we all hadn't seen it. I seen the trailer for it. I already knew, you know, it was an agenda based movie. But I was like, you know what? I was like, yeah, let's watch it. Since you think I don't want to watch something like this, I was like, okay, let's watch it. And I thought it was actually a decent movie with how they portrayed the boy and how they portrayed him. And he was trying to tell him, you're a boy and you don't do this. And he was like, I know I'm a boy, but I still want to do this and. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understood it. I understand it, but I feel like they try to push it to the forefront that isn't the mainstream because they feel like their voices aren't heard. But let's let's get to the back to the point to the people, the true people of this country, the the true originals of this country whose voices have still been our voices still continue to be destroyed and defaced every single fucking day we live and breathe on this this fucking planet. You know what I mean? And they understand that. Then they come back to us and talk about, oh, what about the, uh, what about the Holocaust? The Holocaust is nothing compared to what we've had to endure since. I mean, uh, a, a long time, way longer than what you. And let's remember, you got the ish on the end of your name. Why is that? 
mean, I, I mean, I'm I might, glad. I might, hey, I, I get famous. I get canceled. I don't give a fuck. I'm not apologizing. I'm just gonna say that right now. I don't care. I mean, you, you, you don't, you don't take us, you don't take us down the rocky road, boy, because you know I've been sipping and I'm about to get into this shit. Because you know exactly, uh, basically, if you know anything about the Negrito and alchemy, you got to understand that if you are certain people on this planet, you got to go through a, uh, to reach the Philosopher's Stone, you got to go through the uh, blackening stage, basically. You got to go through the, uh, the Negrito. Yeah. You basically, you know, a diamond don't become a diamond without an intense pressure. So to understand really what what that what that uh, Holocaust situation was, you got to understand that they're trying to emulate the true Israelites. They're trying to basically put their people through through what we were what, what we were put through basically, uh, as a part of our negrito, as the chosen people, the part of our blackening stage. So what yeah. they did with the Holocaust is basically put their put their own people through that amount of pain because you're on the only way for you to become. You know that God or become that 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 uh high being is you got to go through that darkening stage that uh negrito you got to go through the blackening stage so even that shit was even if it was true that shit was set up for them to emulate what we have been through as a chosen people the negrito look at it all from all different angles look at what we've been through <laughs> and it's a reason yeah man it's it's crazy to think too like they'll come at us for feeling a certain way about how they portray our our heroes and our leaders and shit like a you know why we don't celebrate Malcolm the way we celebrate MLK you know what i mean like they'll put him in movies i just watched that fucking movie with uh called one night in miami with him it was the night him muhammad ali this was before he was muhammad ali he was cassius clay still sam cook and jim brown were all in Miami the night in February 1964, I believe, after Cassius Clay won his title as the youngest world heavyweight champion of the world at 22 years old. He was meeting with Malcolm because he wanted to convert to the nation. But here's the thing. Malcolm didn't tell him that Malcolm was leaving the nation. Why? Because... They saw that Malcolm was becoming more than the nation and his power behind his voice that he was going to leave the nation behind because he knew they were holding him back from really helping the, the people that needed to be helped. And they were pocketing off of this, this oppression. They still are to this day. They still are working. They are working with the, the government and, you know, they, they focus on Scientology. You look into that then you know it's really some fuck shit that's going on. He was trying to leave that. And Muhammad Ali was wanting to join the nation. He ultimately ended up deciding to join it. But he was going to do it because of Malcolm and for what he stood for. And they had this long conversation in Miami hotel room. They were trying to... uh, Sam Cooke, the singer, you um, you know, I was born by the river. You know, he was that... He made that... The thing is, he was on some, ah, man, you know, he was trying to get white acceptance before that. You know, he was focused on just playing the white crowds. And Malcolm was like, no, you got to use your voice for something more than that. Like, you got a powerful voice and you over here singing some bullshit. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I love you. I love you. You're not saying nothing in your lyrics. Bob Dylan was saying more in his shit than you. And he played the Bob Dylan song where Bob Dylan was talking about some a man has to walk down the same road until he becomes a man. Or something like that. And um, Jim Brown, 
you know, Jim Brown was, you know, this great football player, loved by everybody, you know what I mean? Jim Brown was like, hey, man, I love white women, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I want to be a movie star. They had a scene where he went to talk to this, I guess, a coach he had before. They were talking out on the, the porch, and uh, the coach was about to go in the house, and he's like, yeah, I got to move some furniture. And Jim Brown was like, yo, um, you know, I can help you with the furniture, you know what I mean? And uh, the coach was like, nah, you know, Jim, we don't allow niggers in the house. <laughs> I, I believe that. I believe that 100%. Yeah. So and he, 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 he and he ended up being becoming a movie star too. He ended up becoming a movie star. Yep, they showed that in the film, um, cause he he knew. I mean, he knew that his true value. They only gave a fuck about one thing: his talent for playing. You know, rushing a fucking football. That that's all they cared about. So he did some other shit. Sam Cooke, after he met, and this is in, so interesting about the the movie itself wasn't that good. I'm be honest with you, it was kind of boring. I heard, I heard it was trash. It wasn't, it's literally just a long monologue. It's just them in the hotel room for the majority of the movie talking about oppression and Malcolm pretty much just telling them they got to focus their energy on the right, the civil rights movement and shit. Like we're in a, they're, you know, we're being killed every day and they trying to party and stuff. And, um, you know, Malcolm was being watched at that time you know, by the government. They were going to, you know, kill him, which they ultimately did, and the nation helped to kill him. I don't give a fuck what they say. They helped to kill him. Yeah. Um, um, Sam Cooke, yeah, he wanted that white acceptance, and he was getting told by Malcolm in the movie, like, your voice is so much more powerful than what you were singing about, and you don't realize you can move mountains by just what what you're saying, like, with how you're singing it. What did he make right after that? I was born by the river, which is like probably one of the greatest songs of all time. Like this actor that was singing it, I got chills at that part when he was singing the song in the movie. And what happened? That same December, they met in February. That same December, he mysteriously dies. Yep. I wonder why. You but know, see, what you gotta you gotta understand, they can't keep doing the same shit that they've always been doing because the thing the thing about being us is that we we always reincarnate and we reincarnate stronger and stronger. But like, how long are we gonna keep doing this shit? Is how I look at it. How long are we gonna keep on doing this shit? We understand it, we get it. So while we here, why don't we just stop the shit and change it? I, you know that, that's that's where I'm at with it, man. Like I got my gun permit. You know I'm I'm trying to get a fucking Glock 19. That bitch is sold out everywhere. You wonder how much it cost? Six hundred dollars. That was the last stimulus. Mm. I mean, it all adds up to me. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, why isn't there more people that want to fight to get back what is truly ours? You keep wanting to take these handouts and. Beg and pray, you know, please, white daddy, please, white daddy, give us our uh, our fucking stimulus, you know what I'm saying? That, that, you know, master, white master, you know, all that begging bullshit, you know what I mean? It's like, bro, like, I, it's like, bro, like, what? I don't give a fuck about, at this point, look, I want us to truly get back what is ours, but do I feel like it's going to come from the white hand reparations? I don't think that will ever happen. You want to know why? Because the way they became in power is what did they do? They took shit. They just took it. You, they didn't go knock on your door as a Jehovah's Witness and ask, hey, can we, you know, have some a bit of your time to talk about 
your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you know, yada, yada, yada. They didn't do all that. They kicked down the fucking door and they took everything. They killed everyone in the house. So, well, is there people that really are ready to to move like that, to move militant? Is there enough people to that want to do that to really take back what is truly ours at the end of the day? That is the uh, question that I have. I'm not giving a white man no credit. I'll say that, um, you know, the way we lost our shit is, is basically they were in cahoots with the Africans. And this is why you can go to certain African nations today and, you know, supposedly it's people that look like them, that run their country, but they're still in poverty. So basically, we were sold out by our own people, man. Fuck them motherfuckers. Hey, uh, well, we, we've gotten to this conversation plenty of times, though, like. They don't want to really talk about it like that when you talk to an African, like, but they know what time it is when they see us. They know they get uncomfortable when we mention shit like this because they know there's truth in it. You know, so it is what it is. I mean, and there's some cool, I met some cool Africans too, you know what I mean? Some cool Nigerians and stuff like that in college, but it's like, it's like, bruh. Nigeria, Nigeria different though. Nigeria different. I, I'll say that because see, I get the most respect from Nigerians. Mm-hmm. It's because I feel like if you look at what's going on over there in Nigeria right now, they they had the SARS, uh, which is like a, a militant group, basically trying to overrun. Like that shit is crazy in Nigeria right now. They ban yeah. Bitcoin. They ban all cryptocurrencies. Like you can't you can't have a bank account and buy cryptocurrencies. It, they put out they put out some shit uh, a couple of weeks ago where if you bought cryptocurrency or you buy cryptocurrency with a bank account, they told the bank account company or bank or whatever to camp the closure account it's Man, serious that's crazy that's crazy. It's serious so they can kind of that's feel they see they see even before this shit even the most africans i was cool with was nigerians they were because they respect yeah. me yeah they respect me as an american indigenous indian they respect me what pisses as I a mean, more and i mean what pisses me off though is like it's like the ones that come over here with nothing and they're so it's so easy for them to come over here and just create a business out of nothing, you know, because they get help from the government. And, and we pay then, taxes and pay that for their business, basically. Then they, That's what they, it is. then they come and then they come and just chastise us and be like, Why can't you do it? I did it. Like, nigga, if it was that easy, we would all be fucking billionaires, like we should be. But you know, if it was that easy, yeah. We would have all all of us have businesses and shit. No. They do certain things to make it to where we can't. You ever heard of redlining? You know what I mean? You ever heard of, uh, taxes? Taxes like that shit. Y'all get y'all get help because y'all immigrants and shit. Nah, it's not like that for us. You know what I mean? So that shit really pisses me off when I see shit like that. Like they come up here and start businesses and think they're better than somebody. Like you coming to where we at? Like think about that. You know why? You know why you here? You know, no, and so, you can go in any city and tell me how many taco trucks you see and tell me how much English is being spoken. I mean, I love all, all my people. If you, if you hear, you hear. But at the end of the day, I know, like, ah, this is my shit. Right. This is my shit. America is my shit. It's my people's shit. We've always been here. I'm, I'm, but fuck a Democrat Republic. That shit should come after I get my land and my gold and my riches and my wives. You know, it's going on everywhere else. How come I'm not inherited? That's what the books, that's how we were living. You know what I mean? That, that's what the books say. Right. Fuck a 40 acres and a mule. If really, at the end of the day, we are, are guaranteed at least a, a county, a county size. 
Shit. Like I mean, you know I'm what I mean? I'm thinking about buying a fucking town, bro. Like that's where I'm at. Like I was, that's what my brother was talking about when he was uh, home. He's like, shit, I'm trying to buy a town, like in Georgia or some shit. Like I'm like, now, I mean, yeah, I want to do that shit too, cause like I look at that the that those families that did that shit. I'm like, I can do, we can do the same shit, bro. It's just we gotta band together and just put money into. We can all. We can buy a fucking town, like, and shit. Like, there's towns for sale, and people don't understand this stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's like that, for real. For real. Mm-hmm. It's all about how, how, you, how you're doing it and, and what your vision is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's the, I mean, before, I mean, look. I look at, you know, investing in crypto and stuff like that. It's some, it, it is a beautiful time for that, but it's like. The number one thing before anything else in my mind is owning land before anything else is just owning land. Like once you have that land, bro, it's like everything else falls in place. Yep. Like, I look at that shit. And again, like going back to Kanye, it's like out of every celebrity, what fucking celebrity, you know, does that shit. This nigga goes to fucking Wyoming out of nowhere and buys thousands of fucking acres of land. Thousands. This nigga set up his compound out there. Like, he's talking about having a uh, Yeezy University and shit. Like, this dude has a fucking, he's a futurist. I'm a futurist now. That's how I think. I, I'm a futurist. Like, cause I'm thinking to myself, why are we so stuck up on going to the same places, these so overly populated cities? Why not go to the places where people say, ain't nobody there? Nobody gives a fuck about going to Montana or North Wyoming? Dakota. Wyoming. Nigga, that's where all the Idaho. That's where all the land is. You wanna you the you wanna be on the frontier and shit. You wanna continue to they talking about space is the next frontier. We still got all this fucking land here that's really not un, unincorporated. Like, come on, man. Like, that's where I'm trying to be. I don't give a fuck about living in L.A., New York, none of that. Shit. I wanna go out there. That's where I'm trying to go out there and build some shit for real. So. I was seeing somewhere where they said you can basically fit the whole world's population into the state of Texas. Damn. <laughs> and still have a have a little bit of land left over. That's insane. That's I mean, insane. Texas is big as shit. And Texas is ma- Texas is massive. Yeah, Texas is I mean, that's one reason why I wanted to go there. Well, like I said earlier, because of the real estate and because, you know, the the taxes, how the taxes is set up out there. That's why you see a lot of these celebs, shit. Joe Rogan. Elon was talking about moving to Texas. I've, I've seen these influences on YouTube. I saw one of them fucking uh, Paul brothers. He's like, he said he going to Puerto Rico. Yeah, no oh. capital gains. Yeah, like no, no capital we gains. See you, we see what you doing, bro. Like, okay, I'm going to Puerto Rico. I'm like, all right, but yeah, 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 no capital gains in Puerto Rico. California but... kicking their ass in Texas. That's why, like. But but I'm glad you brought that up because what did Biden say the other day? See, this is the thing. This is what see. Fuck that nigga, man. Fuck him. Cause I fuck him, dude. You gotta figure out. You gotta look at what's going on. What did Biden say a couple weeks ago? They were trying to make Puerto Rico the 51st state. Why now? Why now? Bitcoin all time highs. Cryptocurrencies all time highs. No capital gains tax in Puerto Rico. Why the fuck would you want to make Puerto Rico a state now? See, Biden, you thought Trump was bad. Wow. You better get ready. And if you ain't invested in nothing, I hate it for you. Because more than likely, if you ain't invested in shit, you voted for that nigga. Woo! That's it's crazy, man. <laughs> you better so, get ready. It's so crazy to me. I hate man, it for you. How people 
Not because I, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing it firsthand. Like I said earlier, like somebody that I know, clear. Uh, I remember he was saying, you know, he voted, he voted for Biden, and you know, black person, and you know, he was one of those ones that typically that retweeting and shit. Like, yeah, if you ain't voting, you ain't for shit and all this other shit like that. I'm like, exactly. all right. I'm like, I'm like, bro. I, I, that's what I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, I ain't gonna unfollow you or nothing, but I see it. I see it. And now, a c- couple months later, well, maybe Biden wasn't the right choice. Maybe I understand why people didn't vote. I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fucking obvious if you do any type of research and not look at the mainstream media to tell you your opinion for you. It's fucking obvious that this shit is all set up. Like, and there's no point in voting at all. Maybe on a local level, I will give you that local level because that's directly affecting you. But national, no, like I don't see the point. Now this is coming from somebody that has voted in the past, so I've had voted in the past. I just this, um, I just don't really see myself ever voting again though, personally, because I don't believe in it. Uh, the way the system is set up, I think it needs to be deconstructed completely, torn down from the ground up. All these the public offices. Uh, the 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 Congress, all these motherfuckers need to be replaced completely, and it needs to be restarted. That's how I feel personally. But a lot of people ain't ready to take it there. A lot of people ain't ready to. I'm super radical with that. Like I'm, um, I'm ready to go to the streets with this shit for real. But y'all want to just go up here and no justice, no peace. I've done that too. You know, I wanted to experience that. I've done that too. But I saw that for what it was because it was just a backdoor entry for the the alphabet boys to come in and, you know, take over like they do. So, so yeah. Yeah. It's about, it's about, it's about our sovereignty as, uh, as individuals, you know, and that's what, you know, all this shit go hand in hand. It's a fall of government. And, you know, if, if you caught up in government, you're going to fall with them motherfuckers. <laughs> that's, that's how, that's the easiest way I can say it. If you're I'm caught so up in government, you're going to fall with them. Yeah. I'm so glad too. I didn't take like no government job. Like I was close to doing that. Like right when I got out of college, I was gonna work for IRS. Like I had played, I had, I had a um, a job interview for IRS, um, and they were gonna be paying me good straight up out of college. I was like, hell yeah! I was thinking to myself, I'm like, people hate the IRS, but I was like, you know what? I mean, I'll be making bread. I didn't get that position. Then I was looking on the government website because my I got family in the government and shit, and uh, well, in the military, which is government. And uh, they were like, you know, great benefits. And I was looking into that. I'm glad I didn't go that route, man, because it's like this government is garbage, man. It's just garbage, dude. Like, it's not it's it's not worth it, man. I'm trying to I'm where I'm at is financial freedom, bro. Like, that's where I'm headed, dude. Like, I've, I keep telling my family, I believe it. It's It was written. Um. I'm going to be a multimillionaire within like the next three, I say three to five years, the way that I'm headed now. Yeah, I'm going to be that. It's like that. It's like that for real, bro. Because it's like, I understand where shit is going. I know what to invest in. My dad and stuff, he's just now investing. He's twice my age. He's just now getting into it. And my brother, who's in his 30s, He's really doing his thing and stuff, but he doesn't even, he's not even in crypto yet. And he's looking at me for the answers. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm telling you, bro, like, this shit is where it's at. I'm getting my sister, my younger sister, she, she about to graduate college. She's on it now. You know what I mean? And get my cousins on it and shit. And 
sisters in it and stuff. It's like, you know, that's great to see. But, um, yeah, it's like that for real. It's like that for real, bro. Like, I know you understand that because you see firsthand the, the amount of gains you can get just like that. Your life can be changed just like that off this shit. People don't realize that, like, but you you know it takes money to make yeah. money too. So you can't be afraid to jump into this because, I mean, it is at the end of the day it is gambling too. So you gotta be willing to take you know to lose at the end of the day to earn. So yeah, yeah, and I I think you know the number one thing about investing. I think that um a lot of a lot of uh, that we're not taught in school and a lot of people don't really understand is paying yourself period because you never have like i think a lot of what a lot of people the roadblock that they find is that they they don't have the capital to ever want to even do anything you know they don't have the money there to where and if they have the money it's just they don't want they want they want to hold on to it they think and it's putting it in a bank they'll be okay you know and they're stealing your shit that's the number one thing I be hearing from my my the elders and my family is like they be like putting it in the bank and shit. And I'm just like, no, like that's what I'm thinking, but I don't really be saying it like that. I'm just like, all right, you know. But I'm like thinking myself like putting it in the bank. What the fuck is? I mean, 0.001 percent, some bullshit. Crazy. You get paid like a cent or two a year. Like what the fuck is that gonna do for me? Nothing. Like I mean, that's a mom fuck. You can put this shit into investing into the crypto where I can stake and literally get paid so much more by just having it sit there a, an entire year than putting this shit in the bank and not even see this in 10 years. You know what I mean? 20 years, something like that. So, Yeah, like, I, you know, a lot of our elders, you know, when they, when, when banks, first, banks first came around, when they were probably real, when they were babies. So when, when banks first came around, they gave the uh, consumer, you know, a good option. They probably had high interest rates, uh, high percentage rates for savings accounts and stuff. And there was a lot of growth then too. So, yeah. you know, with that with that growth, they're gonna. I think the banks to them is like gonna be like Bitcoin to us, <laughs> blockchain to us for real. Watch. So I, I can't yeah. I can't fault them for that. All I do is try to educate, you know, because I know I'm not. I'm, I got some weird shit going on with my bank right now because they did some weird shit. And I ain't going to talk about it, but you just got to really like, you got to peep on the sh- how, how they, how shit moves. Like I know bank is centralized. So bank is going to move weird. Right. And you know, yeah, they did some, they did some weird shit, man. They basically like what my bank did. They basically, you know, they, they can see for the light. They can see my, they can see what you buy and stuff. So they can see, my thought is they can see where I, you know, I get paid, I get my money, whatever. My, my, my shit going to my account, it don't stay with the bank that long. I don't have a, I don't put money in the savings, none of that. When my, when I get paid, all that money is in my shit by probably the end of the day. So I think you know they can peep that, and with them peeping that, you know, they did some weird shit where they basically canceled my current card, said some of my recent transactions were faulty or um um what's the Suspicious, and they just canceled my current card, and then said they want to send me another card, and I had to reactivate that without even asking. So I was just like, "Man, they on some weird shit all the way around." I don't know. Just gotta be wary. And then they wouldn't even let me. Re- they wouldn't let me keep the card I got, which don't expire for years. 
to reactivate the new card. I'm like, what the fuck? Can you hear me? Yo, can you hear me? Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had knocked over my uh my mic. The way I got it right now, it's like it's like coming right at me with a, a long uh a long uh stage stage uh equipment like it's like sticking out or whatever and it like kinda it kinda fell over. So I was muted for a second because it cut off. But yeah, I was hearing what you were saying, man. Like it's the, yeah, I, I've been seeing that too with other people that are in the crypto space. Like, they try to move money and stuff like that, and their banks are like, uh, like freezing their accounts and shit. Yes, they're yes. Trying to move because they're seeing that they're moving money into crypto and shit, and they're not. They, they say it's like unauthorized and shit. They're not sure of what they're doing and stuff like that, and. Yeah, I mean, as this goes on, I feel like that's just going to continue to happen, you know, for people that are doing well in the in the space. Yep, I called them and then yeah, it's getting like that. They basically like they basically so like usually well, Wells Fargo is shitty already. I know y'all like wondering why he's is he with Wells Fargo, but you gotta understand that's not my only bank account. I'm not. Like everybody else. That's not my only bank account. That's just where, you know, I just so happen to have my check or whatever. But anyway, what they did, they sent me a fucking email. Basically, they just put all these transactions that were um, that I chose to put reauthorizing transactions. But they went all the way back to 2019. And they didn't do no recent. So this is how this has been on my bank account statement for, for two, three years. And they sent me an email randomly out of the blue and was like, these transactions, we we think these trans- transactions are suspicious. Um, yada, yada, yada. Basically, it was like they was going to cancel my current car and send me another car. Right. But the thing the thing is, they, they usually, I mean, I've had, I've had weird transactions. People try to buy shit in Ohio, and I've never been there, and like, you know, all, all kinds of shit. But when that happened, say they could be in Ohio and they could try to, you know, swipe their car and, and take money out of my account. The motherfuckers closing your account down right away, and then they will call you, and then they will send you a they will send you a text, and then call you. They will send you a text to ask you is this is an authorized transaction. You can say yes or no. If you don't respond, they will call you like not even five minutes after responding. The thing is, this time they didn't do any of this shit. They just sent me an email and said the transactions that they thought were suspicious. And guess what the transactions were? It happened to be Amazon Prime. And my renter's insurance, but my renter's insurance goes all the way back for a couple years. So I was like, oh, I see what's going on. I see really what's going on. They are basically telling me it's going to be some big shit that's going to pop off early March, late February, basically. It's going to be some shit pop off. I think it's got to do with this XRP trial that starts tomorrow. Basically, yeah, they they canceled my card in like January and was like by March 15th, your current card, which, by the way, doesn't end for at least a couple more years. We will cancel your current card and we will send you another card. Once you get this new card, you need to you need to reactivate this new card immediately. And I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. No, I don't. It don't work like this. See, I really invest and see the way that works is when I get this new card. I might have to get this new card and reactivate this new card on on these exchanges. And when I reactivate this new card on these exchanges, it may take a couple of days or whatever. 
no, we're not going to do that. So I told him straight up, I'm like, well, either y'all cancel this new card request and keep the current card that I have, I'm going to close my bank account. So without with me having, you know, pending transactions, I couldn't close my bank account, but I'm going to probably close my bank account tomorrow as far as go, because they were already on that sketchy shit. And even my grandmother, they canceled her card because she was paying her uh, house payment. Now, that's how dangerous shit is getting. They canceled my grandmother's card because they said her reoccurring house payment was a suspicious transaction. <laughs> what? So yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Just just peep what they doing. They doing little tidbit shit. And and when they sent when they sent me the new card, it was a little bit different. It was even cheaper than the card I got now. Like the card that they sent me, it didn't even have any like the numbers. It, it was yeah. just it's all plastic. It's all plastic and a chip on it. So I was like, nah, I'm done with that. They're doing weird shit. I know the weird, I know the shit that the banks are doing. I know you you mentioned before how you're uh you're using a cash card too. I yeah. recently just got one of those. This one right here. I haven't used it yet, but I got it. I customized it, so mine's cost like five dollars. But I I would say I think it's this is a great opportunity. You know, I did my own little shit up here on, on mine. I think it's a great opportunity to have one of these because you can get money back and it goes directly into Bitcoin if you yep. want to. It's an easy way to get into cryptocurrency. You get uh, rewards for using the uh, card. It's a debit card. So whatever you put on it, you spend it, you get 5% back on uh, Bitcoin. So, yeah. And I'm going to add to that because I don't, people don't understand how monumental the Cash App card is. This is how monumental it is. And I think actually that, I think the fact that I have transactions to Cash App and all that shit, you got to be wary of all that with, with the bank account because the power of the Cash App card is I have my bank account connected to it. And I've, I, I've, I've did this. I've done this. I've tried this. And it's, it's a mind fuck. If you got a cash card, what you need to try to do is I want you to try this. Connect your bank account to it. All right. Go to the go to the store. Go to the goddamn store. I'm saying do this shit as I'm saying. Say so, so you you go to the store and then when you in the store, say you want to buy um say you want to buy something. Say you want to buy um a magazine or some shit, five dollars, ten dollars, yeah, whatever. When you're in the store, get your item, grab your item, put it in your cart, and then go to your cash app, go to your shit, and put your put your money from your bank account into your cash app card. And then go, by the, by the time you go and check out, you, you got to do credit. Do credit. I notice it doesn't work with debit. And I think I know why. Because with credit, if you're just sending money from a bank account to, to cash app, you got to understand, the money don't exist. It's already gone. Yeah. It's already gone. It's already like so. Even, so even with you having, say, say you got your cash app card and you got a hundred dollars in your bank account, and you're at the store and you want to buy something for a hundred dollars, but you don't have your debit card or you um you can't use your debit card. You want to use your cash app card for Bitcoin cash back bonuses or whatever. When you put the money onto your your cash app card, it's instant, dude. If you use credit, it's instant because you got to remember the hundred dollars never existed even when it was in your bank account. The hundred dollars, the hundred dollar bill that was supposed to be put with your with your name on your with that bank, it never existed. It's just digits on a computer on a number. Right. Hence, hence credit. Hence credit. <laughs> That's what credit is. <laughs> credit. <coughs> so basically, go to the store. 
I tried this shit to get my Bitcoin cash back bonuses just to see how to use the card without any hem ups and shit too. I put money into my, I bought, I picked up my items. I was getting an oil change actually. That was going, that was doing an oil change on the car. He was like, your oil change is yada, yada, yada. I was like, okay, hold up. I put the amount from my bank account to my cash out card with my Bitcoin uh, cash back rewards. Cause that's the only reason why I did it for the rewards. Right. Paid for it. I, I shit you not. In ten seconds, all that shit was done, and I got my I got my Bitcoin rewards before I put my card out the machine. Damn, yo, that's what's up. So I mean, I don't know how everybody else been living, but I've been living like how everybody else going. Like I've been living like I've been like in the future, but like how this this shit gonna be normal for everybody in probably about five years. <laughs> like that shit, that, that that cash out card, man. That, I live by that. Yeah, I'm about to start using mine for sure. And I, I'm not going to lie. I really only use it. I, I check it every day. And whenever they give me that thing where you can use the Bitcoin boost, that's the only time I use it. That's the only time I use it because I feel like the other purchases, even though they have boosts for like Chick-fil-A and, um, you know, certain restaurants, I feel like that's programming a little bit. Yeah. I think that's programming. You know what I mean? Because I feel like if I start getting boosts to eat out and shit, I'm just going to want to eat out more. So I might as well just right. use a boost for any purchase when I know I'm going to swipe my card regardless. That's why I don't really use a lot of the other boosts like that. I just don't want to create a bad mental habit. Yeah. But it's nothing against that. You know, you may be stronger than me and be able to do that. But I just don't. I, 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 I'd rather use my Bitcoin cashback boost on Cash App to go get some tacos at a taco truck because I might want some tacos than go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and yeah, I get I feel, I feel that. You mean get more back in the end? I won't, I, I get more than five percent back. I, you know, I, I get more in the end. That's how I look at that. So yeah, you're right, man. That cash app, man. That shit. They do have a spread. They have a spread. So if you buy and you don't necessarily own your Bitcoin and your stocks, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend just holding your stuff there. Like if you hold, if you have Bitcoin or anything, I just, I do have my. That's I have, a, I have Bitcoin there and shit, but. You know, my smaller holding and not that much. That's just yeah. something where I would just trade. I put it there to where I can transfer it to another wallet real quick. Because at the end of the day, I think through through the cash through cash app app, you don't technically own it because you don't have your keys. I don't remember having any keys for my uh, cash app, so you don't right. technically own cash your app, stock. Yeah, cash app is centralized. So, but you know, for right now, like I, if you do your own research, that's that's money. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, and you can just spend it. Really, use it like a debit card, and you get five percent back. You know, on rewards and stuff like that for Bitcoin. So I think that's you can't beat that. You, you know, can't. It's, it's worth checking out for sure. So, so yeah, but um, and the card is free initially. The one I got, I had to pay like five dollars because I customized it. But you can get it for free. But yeah, um. Uh, what shit? All right, so we're we're approaching like two hours, fifteen minutes. What was something else that you you wanted to talk about? Well, or was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, nah, I can't really. It was it, it was the weather. We talked about the weather, you know, crypto. Yeah. Really, ain't, yeah. I mean, nah, I'm I'm good. But like we got we got what we need to get out there. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, so 
Yeah, I don't I don't have anything else. You know, uh, this was a I feel like this was a very informative or informative episode of the Divine Council podcast, episode sixty one. And uh, you know, yeah, you know, just like always, you know, if you enjoyed this episode, if you didn't enjoy this episode, you know, let us know. Uh, let us know on our social media. Uh, you can let us know on uh, on Twitter at Podcast Divine on Twitter. You can let us know on Instagram at Divine Council Podcast. You can let us know on SoundCloud at you know uh, Divine Council Podcast. And w- this podcast is available wherever podcasts are hosted: uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and many others. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to give us a review. A five-star rating helps with visibility. And as always, you know, we'll continue to uh, bring the the content that we feel needs to be heard from the, to the people. And yeah, so as always, I leave listening with a quote. And let me uh, see if I can find one real quick. All right, so this quote is This quote is from Albert Einstein and the quote is there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle, the other is as though everything is a miracle. And until next time, We are out. Peace.